0: in our
1: clubhouse getting super high fuckers. everybody wishes we would die super fuckers. here we come hey come on. everybody fucking run and hide hey it's the rebel oi. oh what <laughs> i was just turning in <laughs> <laughs> i
0: just said you said a hey, i said oi uh, <laughs> hey it's the pizza rebel taxi pizza party podcast i'm pan pizza who are you people i'm
1: nolan Hey, it's Jim. Hey, and we I'm, have a guess. I'm I'm Cool Cat. Oh,
2: <gasps> Cool Cat's here. That's dude, cool dude, cat. dude, dude, dude Can you can you get, can you help, help me meet Bibica A. Fox, please? No. Cool cat, rock and roll.
0: I'm
1: cool. too busy strangling all the bullies.
0: <laughs> oh man, cool kid. I heard you're making a new movie and it's just recycled footage from ten it's years literally, ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some people are surprised, like maybe they got the wrong impression, but that's all it ever was. Like that's all he ever said he was gonna make. He's like, We're gonna add in some new celebrity cameos. <laughs> like, ex- okay. Wait, <laughs> what came edition? Uh there was somebody in the trailer, I don't even remember who it was, but just some <laughs> not obviously not a lister. So um, very
3: memorable celebrity.
1: Yes, this is this this is already like the third or fourth time he's George Lucas his film. (laughs) Wait,
3: wait, there's So wait, wait, so he might end up George Lucasing his film more times than George Lucas did.
1: He's been recycling the same footage for years. So essentially, okay. So if you look on his IMDb,
3: but to be fair, if you had if you had that footage, wouldn't you recycle it over and over again?
0: (laughs) At least remaster it. Add some colors, I don't know, like up the contrast
1: or something. If something. you go on as IMDb, you can see uh, before before the film Cool Cat Saves the Kids, there's like three other ones. It's like Cool Cat Loves You, Cool Cat Finds a Gun, and Cool Cat in the Hollywood Parade or whatever. Wait, wait, oh, yeah, wait, like, wait. Cool wait. Cat
3: Stops Bullying. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Cool Cat Finds a Gun? <laughs> yeah, and so what
1: wait. he did is like all of all of the ones on IMDb that you see before the first quote-unquote first film – are actually just short little, like, kind of PSA sketches that he made that are, like, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. And what he did is he essentially took all of those and then stitched them together into a film. And that's how he made Cool Cat Saves the Kids, is he just recycled old footage. So when Vivica A. Fox and Eric Estrada agreed to be in uh, a thing for Cool Cat, they didn't know they were going to be in a movie. They thought they were just going to be in some short little, like, two-minute PSA Mm -hmm. and that's what it was but then daddy Derek changed the game and uh, decided to edit it into a full feature-length film so that's why in the scene right before it's like it's like they have to come up with some convoluted excuse as to why cool cat is over there and daddy Derek Mm -hmm. and mama cat aren't over there he's like oh well let me drop you off and then after i drop you off i'll come back here and get mama cat instead of just waiting for her
0: together (laughs) like okay i love the escalation like the first one just says cool cat loves you and the second one cool cat finds a gun (laughs) Cool cat joins isis (laughs) what's he gonna do with that gun what are you gonna do cool cat you're gonna shoot cool cool cat's responsible for columbine (laughs) come on cool cat shoot me you can't do it pussy He's gonna stop all the bullies. Yeah. No, now um, no one wait, will make that, fun that of him. That falls in
3: line with the what, Columbine narrative.
2: Yeah. What? Wait. What? Um. What was the li- What was the? Uh, what was the little girl's name? Uh. In the the movie. Uh. Do you remember? Maria. Yeah, Maria. You're pretty cool. Don't come to school tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. This'll teach Got him done. for
2: insulting Ember's ghost squad. Oh, no. This
1: guy, this guy dang. Um. <laughs> and so after after his that that film. He already recut that same film again uh, after my review, because I guess he took some of the criticism to heart <laughs> and changed a couple things, oh. but not a lot. Like, he didn't... I mean, he didn't make a good film out of it. He just changed a couple things, like... um he made cool he added in a shot of cool cat looking both ways before he runs across the street. <laughs> because I pointed out how hypocritical it was of him to say to do that and then just not do it like yeah. literally 30 seconds later.
3: So con so so, like, shot first is own scene.
1: Yeah, but in a way it's like, okay, I you know, I kind of understand because he's like, Well, it's to help the kids or whatever he's telling himself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if I come up with some sort of criticism where he genuinely believes oh yeah that would be better for the kids then you know he changes it i guess and so that now this is like this is like the i I don't know how to count how many times he's just recycled his own film but that now this is this is just another one of those times when really everybody wants a sequel everybody just wants like a new movie but even with his first film he never really made a movie he just recycled Mm-hmm. shorts together <laughs> yeah. so i don't think he knows how to make a full feature well
0: haven't you ever made a video and you're just like man you, you upload the video and you're like man this isn't good enough i wish i could re-edit this entire uh review or something well, not, or just add
1: a kind few of not like immediately after i make it but maybe like years <laughs> down the line
0: yeah because uh, yeah. Uh, i sometimes had that feeling because like in the last video i talked about i did a video on like why action cartoons are no longer on TV. And I wish I went into more detail about streaming and stuff, but I think I was, like, having trouble with my microphone, and I was like, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this. But now I have a new microphone and an actual preamp, so I don't have to worry about things anymore. Yeah. Yeah, upgrading equipment is always good. Everything's a mess. But the next video is going to be crap uh top 10 superhero cartoons. <laughs> the next
1: video is gonna be crap you just said <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: it could be you we just said
4: know.
1: that somebody can well. somebody can clip it it could we very well be proof.
0: but the next video is gonna be top 10 uh superhero cartoons that were never made like unreleased lost pilots
3: and stuff of superhero Wait, did, cartoons or are... did young blood get in there
0: yes well not not really young blood but the story around it because like uh oh, okay yeah essentially like a. Fox Kids signed a contract with Marvel, stating they could only make uh, Marvel shows and only Marvel comic book shows. From and they mm-hmm. can't accept like Malibu or Image or anything. Yeah. So it's like a real shady contract dispute that happened for like three years. Yeah. What do you get? Oh, 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 oh! oh someone just woke up. Look in the chat. It's Izzy. Izzy's
1: here. Wake me up. Wake me up, and I can't wake up. Wake me up, and save me.
0: Oh, my, oh, my
1: name and <laughs> This is like the end of the
2: podcast.
1: <laughs> <coughs> oh, no. we usually have a terrible. Am I naked in this? What? <laughs> in this little look at the oh, in the stream image, you can okay. see the contours in
0: my back. Oh, okay, in the streaming. No, I'm sure it's it, it, You know that no one draw- draws you with jeans or something. Draw me like a French girl. Levi's. You know? I
2: just, I just did. I just did. Look at you. You're beautiful. <laughs> oh, Thank yeah.
0: you. We're streaming and... Uh, You're
2: beautiful.
0: We gotta figure out when we're streaming these things.
2: We we uh, stream them at 5pm t- at Eastern time unless stated otherwise, like right now.
0: Twitch.tv slash Pizza Party Podcast. We'll link below and we'll have info in the description for that. But you guys uh, want to get into the news? Uh, sure. Yeah. Let's
3: sure. get right into the news. Hey. wow that's a good announcer like. <laughs> this is cnn
0: hey oh. adam you like samurai jack i'm impartial okay oh. ahead, <laughs> samurai... there's nothing wrong with it <laughs> adam just never seen it you know he lives in well, canada I've, seen... they... I've
1: just never like actively sought it out yeah. it, it, it was like on tv when i was younger and i was like this is cool and i watched it when i could and then but I didn't really watch it much.
0: Yeah, you live in Canada. Yeah, Canada. You don't have Cartoon Network. You had Teletoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like they had less
1: shows, less of the good shows, less frequently. Just some other random it. crap, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, so it's like current Cartoon Network. Oh. oh now kids these days can just torrent everything yeah this is the future everything's (laughs) better
0: but uh samurai jack is getting an hd remaster this includes all the old episodes and they're all going to be released on a blu-ray all 62 episodes and not only that is uh the the first three episodes of samurai jack are going to be in a are going to be put in theaters for a fathom events one night sort of thing and i would love to see that but like HD remasters of the old Samurai Jack episodes—that would be great. Cause like the DVDs look like utter garbage. They look—I mean—I use footage of the DVDs in my review, and they just look terrible. DVDs That's are really...
1: like the most useless format now. Cause yeah. at least VHS, you have a bit of hipster it's, quality. Yeah. You know, yeah.
3: Well, at least like with DVDs,
1: physical tape.
3: <laughs> the only good thing about a DVD, if you have a Blu-ray player, it'll up the quality. Mm-hmm. So if wow. there's something, if there is something on DVD that just gets a crappy Blu-ray transfer, you actually just already have it. You don't need to rebuy That's it.
1: That's not like that. Oh, well, a crap well, I mean yeah. that happens more than it, you think. Uh, like most yeah.
3: ray transfers like aren't great. artificial
1: upscale isn't the same as like I mean, even if let's say you have a like a crappy transfer on a Blu-ray, as long as it's like seven twenty P it'll kick the shit out out of a DVD, you know? Mm-hmm. So
3: what I, I mean
4: is that like, yeah, oh, I've been here man. the entire time. Um, what I find amazing is that older oh, movies actually look <laughs> way better on Blu-ray than newer movies because anything that was shot in digital is just whatever the digital size was versus film can be upscaled so much easier.
1: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's it really depends on the film. It really yeah, depends on the film. No, some a, films are shot in like super, super high definition anyway. You know? I mean, if you, if I mean you like look, film is always going to look amazing and it's I mean film quality has been way better than 1080p for many years yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like since film has existed. It's been way better than like 4k. You know, you right. just, it depends on the transfer
3: Well, a, it depends thing. on what they transfer because I have a copy of Halloween and it's supposed to look like a suburban neighborhood in the fall like on Halloween and they made the grass so green it looks like it's June. Yeah. And it's like, no. that's like, like I've seen a lot of transfers like that where I'm like, I'm like this is, is beautiful, oh. but you kind of brought out a color that you shouldn't have, kind of thing. You know?
1: Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed the uh, Criterion transfer of uh, Fantastic Planet. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you guys
1: seen Fantastic Planet? I'll,
3: I've yes, seen images of yes, it. It's like, this is terrifying. It's, it's, it's that director's crazy. He's done a bunch of oh, yeah. I've seen that in uh time masters and he does like really surreal weird kind of french animation but time uh uh fantastic planet is like so weird and like so memorable that design and all that stuff
0: one of the worst coloring changes i've ever seen was for the good and the bad and the ugly they like the blu-ray has like this weird updated version of the colors like it looks like a modern film or how they colorize everything you know with that greenish tint that Michael mm. Bay greenish tint on some night scenes and, like, in the day yeah, they, the orange. And, oh, and they,
2: satur- and they saturate the shit out of, like, everything. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, this is
3: terrible. So you have to watch. Sometimes you do end up with, like, the best transfer was, like, some dumb DVD or something. Yeah, surprisingly. Like, biz- yeah, which is bizarre. But, like, I don't know. It depends on the, the release and all that. So yeah. most, most of them are fine, though.
2: One of the drawbacks with Blu-rays, though, is that sometimes the quality is so good that they, they like like mistakes from filming start to appear what you wouldn't have seen because of the lower quality of the uh previous releases like i remember listening to the ben winsey podcast from thack may they rest in peace and uh they talked about how they saw michael bay's uh, pearl harbor even though nobody would want to see it anyway and how they saw all like how terrible the special effects were and wire work and stuff because of the ways of quality
1: so what you're saying is you'd rather have a comfortable lie. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I remember watching like when you see when you see
1: the movie Face Off on Blu-ray you can always tell when it's a stuntman in a wig it's so funny. Oh, oh yeah.
3: I have seen that transfer. Yeah.
0: God. Oh yeah, I remember like I I, I don't know. I was watching like a Triple X 2 State of the Union with Ice Cube and there was a I don't know Ice Cube oh, that's was... my favorite movie ever made. <laughs> Ice Cube was like <laughs> driving a boat and like in the Blu-ray you can tell like there's a stuntman like who's much skinnier than Ice Cube but um <clears throat> yeah going back to Samurai Jack like uh I know there's fans who already remastered Samurai Jack in HD with this thing called the Waifu2X. Basically it's a uh, some sort of upscaler that makes things a little That's cool. that makes an image like bigger but it also has like some sort of like a watercolor effect it doesn't so it's not perfect but it still looks good this transfer so i'm kind of wondering if like the fan re- restoration will look better or worse than the official hd remaster
2: it has happened before yeah, where yeah. Uh, where fan work has been infinitely better than the uh,
4: official release because people will be fucking lazy but yeah. maybe maybe we might get like a like a, a next season of samurai jack done by fans like sonic mania <laughs> please
0: <laughs> Please, I mean, I know behind-the-scenes stuff about Samurai Jack, but I'm not—I don't think I'm allowed to say anything. Ooh, do tell, do it.
2: No, I can't. Say it. Say it after we go offline, so everybody. So we're the only ones who know. Everybody else can fuck themselves. Yeah, okay. And feisty. The Samurai Jack legend doesn't end with the movie. Be there, as the story continues every Monday night, with Samurai Jack,
0: the series, brand new episodes. Follow the legend, starting this Monday night at 8, only on Cartoon Network. But, and the next bit of news is, Sony Pictures is back at it again with another animated film. This time, it's part animated and part live action. It's called, uh, Peter Rabbit, based on some book or something, and... (laughs) It essentially looks like a remake of Hop.
1: You, has nobody ever seen like any kind of uh like Peter Rabbit folklore? No, it's a, like there it's was a, I know what
2: I, I know what Peter Rabbit
3: is. Yeah. It's a book like I read them to my daughter and stuff. There's like all these no, different There was definitely um you could do a cinematic uh, universe and spin-offs of the whole thing. There's like tons of characters. Like, please, don't, uh, please don't give Sony ideas. Oh, oh. Yeah, they like they have already had this idea. This is not they're not they know this already but like uh farmer mcgregor and you have like like a uh, cat characters and rabbit characters and like all the characters that would be in a farm setting in england amy pascal uh, is listening right now and taking notes amy pascal doesn't listen to this come on do they have all their own like uh spin-off books and such yeah actually amy pascal's Writing this down and going like, but if we could put Spider Man in.
1: There was definitely a Peter Rabbit thing that I watched as a kid a bunch and I can't remember which which mm-hmm. variation it was of it. Like some animated thing. Yeah, I think it was like I'm I'm looking on IMDb right now. I think the most likely culprit would be this like tales of Beatrix Potter thing, but who knows?
2: Yep. The Peter Rabbit anime is really hard to find in my where he uh it's a show and anime where Peter Rabbit has to like train every like five episodes <laughs> and defeat the farmer.
1: Oh, here it is. It's the TV movie The Tale of Beatrix Potter, mm. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm confused. There's so whenever you have something that's like like creative commons licensed at this point basically, like public domain. Yeah, public domain, that's what I was looking for. Is like there's gonna be a million different variations. There's a new, uh, there's a new Jungle Book movie coming out. Oh,
3: no. the Andy yeah. Circus one. Yeah.
1: yeah. So like another Jungle Book. because oh, really the, quickly. The,
3: the the no, they were being made at the same time, but yeah. The other one. So what they did is because I wish book, they were in theaters at the same time. That would be no. So I wish. I think that would have been. But no. So, know, so, this, yeah. so The the book, the Kipling book. And which is very different from the Disney version. And I'm like, I guess so, but maybe delay it a couple years. Like don't Mm -hmm. put it out so directly because Disney's is its own thing. And like, I don't, I mean, I love Andy circus, but I don't know. Like when does that uh, come out next year or something?
0: Look, that movie was so forgettable. People would, would not know of it, you know, by then, you know? So
1: Uh, I guess, uh, Sony animations doing, uh, Peter Rabbit, can we take bets on on like whether or not they'll show a shot of Times Square and throw a bunch of ads in it for oh, Blu-ray God. and Sony products?
3: Because they've do
1: that, like, been doing that. I've been going through a bunch of Sony films just to see how many times it happens. It happens a lot. Yeah.
3: Wasn't that the it, first Spider-Man was the first time they got caught doing it? Because I know they got sued the Green Goblin fight in the... Uh, Tobey Maguire for spider-man hmm. or sam raimi oh for, for what suits for for what? like for sieging in uh their own ads in Times square like that oh. and they got oh. sued and that was the first time i remember someone got in sued trouble for that uh i think some companies were like hey you just like put something over my ad for one of your you stupid so well, I mean, I don't, in America, don't remember, you can sue
1: someone for anything, but, I mean... I don't remember the specifics of, case. <laughs> of what it was, but I remember it was either a controversy or something. You need I, to send me a link somewhere.
4: Yeah, it was it, a long I need time to, ago. I need
1: to Hold verify on. this claim.
4: Hold on. This is the 90s. We're going to sue you. We're going to get you for willful destruction of property. Yeah. Mental anguish. That's giving it to him. Loss of work hours. We get through with you, you ain't going to have a dime left of your name. You'll be hearing from our attorney. What kind of world is this?
3: Um, Would you do me me a favor and
4: intercut uh, a thing from Suburban Commando where it's like, this is the 90s. We're going (laughs) to (laughs) sue. Oh,
0: Um, yeah. I mean, like, uh, Sony Pictures, like, I mean, like, I was watching Hotel Transylvania (laughs) 2. And, like, for no, like, it it felt very out of place that there was also a Sony phone within this cartoon universe of all things. Sony
3: is desperate. I found it. And a federal judge... A federal. Hold on, I'll put this in the. the Please, discard. I need to but, see what this is. But it says a federal judge allows them. I haven't read the whole article. I'm just reading the headline. But a federal judge allows them to alter Times Square. Wow, this. Is,
1: why wouldn't? Man. Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't that be the case? You're allowed to alter. Like it's your movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, there's there's instances of of companies suing for having their products in the film already, yeah. like. Oh, I so mean, it, if you did clearance, then you would have to edit it out, right? Yeah. I mean, like,
3: how is, that a, how is that an issue? It was considered free under free speech protection to do that.
1: So I, d- I don't see how anyone could make a legal argument against digitally yeah. editing out I mean, someone was, else's product.
3: It was kind of obvious if you see that Spider-Man movie at the time, and it had been to New York. Oh, the, I, the movie, I that they had altered it because it didn't look like you'd see these ads. And you'd be like, what? I'd never seen that in my life so i they
1: mean they do that all the time though i mean yeah. at this point especially like yeah. they threw in a times uh square scene in the new ghostbusters they threw in a times square scene in the amazing spider-man 2. Well, they see, i,
3: that I think square that's scene. more That's more just because everyone thinks that tourists love Times Square because that's where all the tourists go in New York.
1: It's because they can throw in ads for their own products. Yeah. Well, it's like that. That's exactly (laughs) why they do it. That's why Sony makes movies. They don't make movies for art. They don't make (laughs) movies to make like a good product that people want to see. It's a way to get people to pay for their own ads.
3: Are you saying the makers of the Emoji Movie don't have artistic integrity?
1: <laughs> wow, that's a bad example because that's just meh. It's the be- mm. best movie ever made. Yeah, there, there was no Times Square scene in Emoji Movie, so you know. Oh,
3: yeah, there wasn't. There wasn't. No, that's true. That's the kids kid should have gone on a they, trip to New York just to have the Times Square scene. Yeah. The,
1: the Sony film Life, which was completely in space through in a Times Square scene with Sony oh,
3: ads, is, is it, literally. Is it? Oh wait! Sorry, finish your things. They threw
1: it. They threw in a shot of people in Times Square with Sony ads over top of the other ads in Times Square. Wait, do you know and where this was? A footage... movie that was that was like the entire thing was in space.
3: Wait, do you know where that footage is from? Though, what it's footage? That, that footage of Times Square of Time is from Square? is from Spider-Man Three. They recycling oh, like life? stock footage. Oh, that's funny for life. Are that's you... why. That's why. Are sure I Spi- know that I know, no, that, no. I know they've I've done that the... for movies well, before? I, I don't know if. I, because uh, apparently that's what spurred on the Venom, how it was a Venom prequel. Do you remember that uh, theory oh, that yeah. like a Venom prequel? And apparently one of the things that added legitimacy to this, <laughs> uh, or whatever, I don't, I don't want to say legitimacy, but uh, <laughs> is that they someone w- was watching Spider Man three and went, wait a minute, I know that. that that's footage. funny.
0: Someone recognized that one scene from Spider Man three of all places. Yeah,
1: the entire movie is in space. And then they cut to Times Square because they're like, the astronauts sent a message home when they're on TV talking about how cool it is being astronauts. <laughs> Obviously, this warrants people watching this feed in Times Square.
3: But, see, that that's something that hasn't happened since, like, the 90s. Nobody – because that used to be a thing. They'd be like, Seinfeld is ending. We'll play the end oh, Seinfeld yeah. on the big TV there. or We'll play the OJ verdict. But, like, these are all things that happened over 20 years ago. Like, no one goes to Times Square <laughs> – in the noisiest part of a huge city to watch anything. That sounds like the worst way to yeah. watch anything.
0: They threw anything. in a
1: Times Square scene in the new Smurfs movie. Yeah, yeah. I think both. <laughs> Wait, the animated one? Pure, well, like the first, ones? yeah, oh. the first anim- computer animated one. Yeah, like, oh. uh, I forgot the that there Spurs was like a second one. In.
0: The Smurfs movie just feels so sleazy. Just all the ads, they just shove in. Like, there's that one scene in the first Smurfs live action movie where they're, they're just in a toy store and they're just demonstrating all these toys that you can buy.
3: Don't mess with me, because I will kill you and everybody you love. I have to catch this guy and nothing's going to stop me. Parker, my office. So,
4: you got detention. How are you going to make things right? Spider-Man
2: Homecoming.
0: Hey, speaking of Spider-Man, like, we never got to talk about uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Did anyone else see Spider-Man Homecoming? I saw it. I, I saw did.
2: It.
4: I did actually a few days ago.
3: Izzy, did you see it? No. I only go see movies when I have friends. Oh. oh. Wow, so never. Oh, no, just, wow. All my friends. Adam.
2: Like, <laughs>
0: Whoa.
1: <laughs> rude.
2: Sorry.
0: What do you guys think of Spider Man Homecoming? Best Spider Man. What? Spider-Man.
2: what? what? Sorry? I thought it was the best one. I liked it a okay. lot. I would disagree with you there. Hmm. That's fine. There's- I mean, I could, I could totally see why. I mean, um, hey,
3: Spider-Man Two for Life.
0: I completely agree with a Half in the Bag's review, where it feels like they made a list of all the things they already done in Spider-Man theatrical films and decided not to do it, and made something completely different. Well, they, they oh, I well, enjoyed it for that. You know, they, they
3: made it more like low key, and like I even like the the comic books. They reference big issues of Spider-Man, but they also reference there's a issue of Amazing where Spider-Man can't get out of queens like that's the whole issue and it's really funny it's by written by peter david who's a great writer and they that they reference that in the spider-man movie i go okay this is the spider-man i want where it's like fun relatable he's gonna get in an argument about deli sandwiches like they've there's so so much of that movie like the whole donald glover thing where he's like no they make great sandwiches and he goes man i like bread and you're like what is going on this is a spider-man movie but that's very new york i liked is it felt like queens to me like it felt more new york than it, all the others was like hollywood new york but yeah. this was like new york new york jim lives in new york so he knows what he's talking oh, about sorry i shouldn't I, yeah but it was i i i i enjoyed it and it's like that director if you saw his previous film cop car um mm. yes which which and i also
1: you, saw clown oh, oh you, well, pretty funny
3: is clowns like different from the? is it or i haven't seen clowns. what do you mean is it like, different, different from stuff? what stylistically from the other two like is it about a kid's perspective or
1: uh clown is definitely not about a kid's perspective <laughs> but it's a very funny um very fun kind of like campy comedy horror um that i think did a pretty good job at what it was trying to do um and it it definitely went places that most films don't go yeah. uh it was it was it was a fun watch. I, w- I would recommend it, even though it's not like a perfect movie. Yeah. Um, I'm, entertainment I'm curious.
2: I'm curious though. Is your favorite Spider-Man uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man two, or is it another one? So
1: I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not gonna say my favorite like individual film, but I will say my favorite universe. Mm-hmm. So like if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm going to uh, categorize them, then the Amazing Spider-Man would be my least favorite, um, and the Sam Raimi Spider-Man would be my favorite um and i i mean a lot of that would have to do with the the filmmaking uh in the trilogy uh something that i felt was really lacking in the spider-man homecoming films or film so far is uh you know effort in the cinematography department Hmm. it was really like all of the dialogue scenes well all of the dialogue scenes in the film especially felt like it was just like judd apatow movie cinematography of like where the where the camera doesn't matter and it's like this is just what people are saying and that's the only thing that matters in the film is what the characters are saying and that's it Mm -hmm. and you you compare that to like literally any of the the sam raimi films and you'll notice just the wide variety of of um, shot placements and framing, and like yeah. you know, there's there's a there's a heart to it. There's a personality to it that isn't just, hey, this is another Marvel movie, a cookie cutter thing that you just stick into the universe and it fits because none of them are particularly visually special. Um, well, they,
3: they they don't mess with the cinematography look at all in Marvel, which is
1: I know kind of they want but it to be at, like yeah the same voiceless, scene-y. no personality. <laughs>
3: Because if you look at the old uh, in comic books, you can have different artists, but you can't have different cinematographers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ways of shooting things, which I kind of think is to their detriment, because it's like you, they wouldn't all look the same. You get a very different looking movies all existing in this.
1: It would movie. be I think it would I, I don't think it would be like that big of a deal for a no. different feeling Marvel movie to exist. I mean, the closest that we have to that is Guardians of the Galaxy. I and think. that's, like, everyone's favorite one. Exactly. It's, like, something yeah. that deviates yeah. and does something new. And now it's, like, because, because they kind of did something new, now it seems, at least in the marketing department, that Thor Ragnarok is trying to, like, follow in the same vein as Guardians of the Galaxy. And many people are trying to emulate that sort of feel and doing throwback 70s music to their action yeah. scenes. And, you know, like, they've clearly seen some success. And now it's just, like, instead of learning the lesson of, hey, maybe... Some deviation or some creative freedom is a good thing. Instead, they're like, "Oh, we found the new thing that we're supposed to do and only do forever."
3: Well, I, I think with yeah. Thor Ragnarok, they have like Taika Waititi, who's a really different director from like James Gunn, and like trying to at least—I mean, I, I don't know if it'll work out that way. I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet, but yeah, who uh, knows? It's, it's, it's yeah, like doesn't matter, doesn't know right now, but it feels like they're going in a really different direction by getting. At least, I don't know, like their poster
1: implies it, but I don't know what the marketing department is
3: going to, you know. But at least like with the the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans, like they had Bill Pope shoot those, and he did Scott Pilgrim and uh, Baby Driver and uh, Team America, and like they had a really great uh, DP on those. Whereas like in these, it's like I barely notice who the DPs are. Not only...
1: um. Not only are are the action scenes more impressively um, thought out uh, from a cinematography perspective in the uh, Sam Raimi universe, uh, when comparing it to the uh, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, especially, Uh, not only is that more impressive, but it just just looking at the dialogue scenes, you know, like there's parts where characters will have a certain emotion. Um, and in order to emphasize that, like the next shot, when you cut back from one of the characters, it'll be a little bit closer onto like Aunt May's face mm-hmm. or something. And it's like th- there's a, there's a purpose. There's like a breathing uh, being to to the film. And I I feel like, uh, you know, the the Sam Raimi uh, universe, Spider-Man, in terms of the filmmaking, it feels it feels like art. But then the Homecoming uh cinematography just feels like a factory product and yeah. that's really what i'm missing from it and i i want to be you know i like film as an art form that's what i i love about it yeah. you know yeah. so I, I i just feel I mean, a little also, uh, the
2: the only closest thing i can think of to what you're talking about in homecoming is when uh when it's like talking to peter in the uh um drive to the homecoming and figures out who peter is and turns around and the light goes green on the street and he's like oh. I get you. That's oh, like yeah. the closest. That's like the closest thing to like a clever, well, that, like visual yeah. meta visual shot. That was. But that was,
1: it. I. I. I would consider that to be like probably the most effective dialogue scene in the film. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. That's what. That's is why. In, I, yeah, I mean, like it, it. It isn't saying all that much because I. I wouldn't. In terms of like emotion, I wouldn't say that there was much in that film in that department. There was comedy. There was. Oh yeah. Like, I kind of funny comedy but that had nothing to do with the filmmaking and everything to do with like the performers and like the characters and like yeah. the universe right like the filmmaking was just what was lacking in the film yeah and that's what i care about the most I mean, and, yeah like, i think there like, were... i don't think it's a bad movie like i gave my quickie on it i gave it a 7 maybe maybe it should be a 6 instead like now that i've had time to sit on it but um yeah yeah i don't it's it was it was an enjoyable watch i'm glad that they did new things with the universe Mm-hmm. Um, just I, it's really not as much of a, a film from a filmmaking perspective yeah. that I'd like it to be
3: no it's yeah, more of a, that's that's a, understandable studio driven and it was the other thing is it's a lot cheaper like the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man's remain like such a different Hollywood where he kind of Sam Raimi had to make them <laughs> big and epic as possible because there were these huge movies so they had to be these big epic kind of event things, but he also had to find a way to make it small and relatable because Spider-Man's kind of like you're basically just dealing with like protecting New York City. You're not saving the universe in a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. And like he was Sam Raimi was good at making it feel epic and important, but also like, oh, Peter, you know, has to get to class and stuff. Pizza and time. One, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this one this one was so <laughs> was so much more focused on the low-keyness that I get, like, it's kind of hard to build up to what Sam Raimi did, and especially... Yeah, and too. now that
1: Marvel films are focused on the Loki-ness, Bazinga. Ah! Oh.
2: Wow, Adam, we have a dad here. You can't just upstage him like that.
0: <laughs> he stole that guy's joke.
3: Yeah, he I stole, had to interrupt
1: was... while it was there. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> but with these solo Spider-Man movies, like you can almost say, like if he's the only superhero in the world, then like you know, it's much grander versus like. Um, oh, that's he, a good he, point. Like in in this version, he's it's literally like, can you just you know <laughs> protect your neighborhood? Can you be yeah. a friend friendly
3: neighborhood Spider Man? Or like how he helps that lady across the street and she gives him churros. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah. it? Was it? Should he like gets some churros. I was like, I like that. That's Spider Man's day.
4: Well, because like yeah. cause in, in the original, you know, like literally, it's responsibility is like the like the the catchphrase is such a big a important family. part because it's like responsibility. If you if he doesn't do what he's doing, then he's he's being a bad person. Yeah. Versus yeah. now, like he, if he doesn't save the day, someone else will. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like how this true. movie emphasizes friendly neighborhood Spider Man, like that aspect. Like, oh, now I get it. Like the other movies, I don't feel got that aspect.
3: I will I will say as much as I liked um, the what I mentioned before about him not being able to uh, like do web shooting in suburbia Mm -hmm. there is no way he goes to a school he goes to school with a girl who lives in that neighborhood (laughs) like it just geographically that that i I was fine with it but like when you live in the area sometimes you're like where does she live like that's an hour away (laughs) like there's no way she commutes an hour to school making that car thing with michael keaton like that would have taken forever. That you would have been like, so uh, Trump, right? I mean, let's that'll kill twenty minutes, right?
1: You know, you know who I don't like, Iron Man.
3: Oh. The, he was a huge the, prick in this movie. Hey, no, he
1: well, he, so I I felt the same way about him in this movie as I did about him in Captain America: Civil War, where like his character was somehow lost and just replaced with a plot device. Hmm. Like he he doesn't he doesn't feel natural anymore. He just like, I get maybe, maybe it's because I don't read the comics and maybe this is all just like in tune with his character. That's fine. But it feels like it's less about him expressing something natural about his character and more just about him being like, I need to create conflict for the plot. I will take a huge issue with this Spider-Man. You, you think you're messing with the big boys. You're just a little baby. How do you feel about that? You know, like it's just, he, he's literally just shows up as a, a plot device and it's just i don't know he he, he annoys me in this universe
2: well i think that's there's twofold reason one is the the first reason is he got ptsd in iron man 3 which is a completely irrelevant movie now but uh, that i guess that kind of hinted that he's starting to take things a lot more seriously and then in civil war 2 i mean and then civil war and it's a really flimsy stupid reason but this lady walks up to him and she said hey my son died because of (laughs) you." And, and and then Tony and then Tony just all of a sudden realized <laughs> my actions have consequences. It, it was really ham fisted. Oh, God, no, it was, it was it was it was it was probably it's probably one of the worst moments of the Marvel oh. MCU. Yo, my son
3: died. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they kind like, of like, built on his whole PTSD thing to get to that plot
1: well when you've got like eight billion main characters in the movie like how much time can you really yeah. spend
3: developing Did, one
2: are you guys excited for um infinity war where they're going to have 60 characters on screen at once oh boy. Yeah, I
3: don't, i'm curious how they can even do that because even in the infinity gauntlet comic which this is primarily based on i guess um they mainly had it from thanos's perspective and then they cut to the heroes. And they'd be all like, What do we do? We gotta get organized and then cut back to Thanos. And like, so is it mainly gonna be about Thanos and then do that? Or are they gonna try to push the whole like Tony Stark feels bad sometimes thing?
0: <clears throat> what do you think, Jim?
3: <laughs> probably probably the latter. Yeah. It probably like Tony will be like, I feel bad. Where's Captain America? He has an eye patch now but oh i shouldn't say that i
4: feel like they might have revealed thanos too early like i know it's all. oh yeah no they did they did but like i honestly don't give a shit about this guy like if if it was like a couple years ago
3: sure but now at this point they've teased him so much that it's like do something they didn't do enough with the the teases the tease at the end of age of ultron was like i'll do it myself (laughs) was like not cool like, like the first time you're like yeah if it was like each one was like a story, like he's like getting a gem in each um, infinity gem in each uh, post credits thing. I'd be like, oh, this is building. But instead, it was like he's like, eh, I'm still angry. Thanos, get oh, right on. No, it should be like you know, um,
4: that. would have been totally fucking cool if they, like how Disney always has like some kind of unrelated short at the beginning of their movies. They had like an unrelated short at the end of theirs, like not yeah. just like a scene, but like an actual like small, like five minute movie.
3: Well, there is there is actually, like, a comic before Infinity Gauntlet of Thanos getting all the Infinity Stones or gems or whatever. And, like, that's actually a pretty cool story. Like, they could have made, like, cut that up into shorts or just made, like, a, you know, Netflix thing or something. Or they, they, made a movie. They, Who cares?
0: They should get each movie and have it, like, um, uh, Aqua Teen, where at the beginning it shows, like, Doctor uh, that, that uh, doctor guy. But it's Thanos and he's saying, gentlemen, behold. And it's just (laughs) whatever he creates or does, it it interferes with the movie afterwards.
3: I like that's the best idea. (laughs) The human whose name is written in this notebook shall die.
2: Any human who's used a death note can neither go to heaven nor hell for eternity. Once you actually start looking around, it makes you wonder if you'd be doing society a favor by getting rid of all these people.
0: This world is wrong, and those who are making it rot deserve to die.
4: I, I can't tell if I, I love it or love hate it. Like if, I enjoyed it, it. I enjoyed my. my I
3: ride. didn't realize the main guys from Naked Brothers, but I didn't. <laughs> I don't, I don't Wait, know what. Naked Brothers. The main N- guys from Naked Brothers. I looked him up. He's from Naked L- Brothers L- band. Yeah, from yeah. The, the
0: new Death Note movie stars uh, Nat Wolf from Naked Brothers band.
3: Holy shit.
0: I don't know. Naked what Brothers.
2: Is. I ain't watching. No, you ain't watching no Naked Brothers. Sorry. Oh, Adam, Um, I don't know if you got that in Canada, but Naked Brothers Band was a show like on Nickelodeon about these like guys who, uh, like, these, these like stupid teenagers who are in a band.
1: I'm looking at the IMDb page right now. It looks awful.
0: It's very, yeah, I, uh, the name is very concerning, Naked Brothers Band for a kid show. It's a little.
1: I think I remember seeing like maybe a commercial for that on TV at one point.
2: Yeah. yeah um. I go to Walmart all the time, and they have like 50 million copies of the PS2 game on clearance that nobody wants to buy. And I've always just contemplated: I wonder if anybody would be upset if I stole these? Because <laughs> <laughs> owning it, ironically, would be great. But I ain't paying for that shit. No. Like, <laughs> like, like they catch me. They catch me at the uh, at the um, door, and they would be like, "You have to pay for them." No, I don't. <laughs>
4: okay, go ahead.
0: Yeah, it's like who wants to arrest someone stealing something called Naked Brothers
4: Band? That's just yeah, three years, three years of your life in prison because yeah. of the naked brothers
3: band. <laughs> well, I think there's lots of people who have gone to prison for liking the naked brothers band.
4: Oh, oh no. no. Sorry. That's, that's actually uh not to be confused by the popular uh gang in prison. <laughs>
0: What's the what gang
4: in prison? Oh the naked, naked brothers there's band. There's, like a, a, uh... there's a gang.
0: <laughs> oh no, never mind.
4: It's, she's making a joke. Man. I, shut up!
0: hey okay so crap so is that all for spider-man homecoming hopefully i want to talk about how crappy death note was let's talk about uh, death nuts no. <laughs> i'm recording now but yeah death nut um, on netflix has premiered and everybody says it's shit because it, to me i've seen some footage and it looks like final destination
2: i seen footage i stay it. I've seen the whole movie.
4: Yeah, I actually so fucking enjoyed it.
2: I, I don't know what anyone's saying.
4: I've, I've, heard, I've heard a
2: lot of polarizing things, like but mo- but the consensus is it's bad. But either it's you'll off. love how bad, yeah. But either you'll love how bad it is
4: or because Death Note. Okay, okay. Uh, I've never been one of the types that's like it has to be strictly the same thing as the source material. Because if we if we, play, if we play by that rule, almost every classic movie that everyone fucking loves, Jaws, Wizard of Oz, everything else um we we should start hating them but because everyone saw the movie ev- equivalent first I those I completely are agree thank yeah. you um so like if this movie legitimately didn't have light as the main character and l as the thing and they just changed their names like the uh misa to mia and whatever um i could enjoy this as like a weird american alternate universe sequel thing with just Ryuk um but this is, you know, obviously the characters aren't the characters from the book. Light is the biggest pussy ever, mm-hmm. uh, and he makes the his facial expressions. in This goddamn movie is the he's live smiling action. smiling
1: all the time when he's like yeah. pretending to be scared. Somebody uploaded the screaming scene to YouTube. It's so funny.
4: Yeah, it, it's right it is the live action equivalent of the Tom and Jerry Willy Wonka movie.
1: Um, <laughs> ow. Jesus. So ow.
4: put
2: that on your resume, dude.
1: The Netflix uh, live action 2017 Death Note didn't just fail because it deviated from the source material. It failed. It failed independently of that. It was. Yeah. It was a incredibly poorly acted, cheesy, nonsensical, stupid film.
3: Although that... you didn't. You didn't like. You didn't like the detective guy who really just went all for it which detective guy the guy with the the mask l yeah that was just so so far i was like i was like props to you you went for this i don't know why like
1: emotional like crying and gun wielding and
3: (laughs) no just like like when he would hop on chairs and like be like totally doing this weird i don't know i was like you're doing this whole cartoony thing that, well that's how it was in the original manga. So yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah, yeah, that, that's that that's uh that, that's probably the only
4: way you could tell that character's
3: well. It was like everyone else was like, we're making a live action film and he just went, No, we're making this is based on animated movie. I'm gonna go for this shit. <laughs> and it's like I it's like John Leguizamo in Spawn where you're like oh. I mean this is something you definitely have acting talent. But I don't know where you went with this shit.
4: Like, <laughs> well, what's you know, going on here? Light doesn't work in this at all. And like, you have like this traditional American setting, you know, traditional light high Turner. And, yeah, yeah. And it is, you know, <laughs> all right. We found you with uh, six kids' uh, homework. Light like that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, okay. So it would be one thing if they deviated from the source material and changed everything, and it was just like, oh. Well, it's different, but it's equally as, you know, purposeful or equally works in the universe. But every change that they made was significantly for the worse in a way where it's abundantly clear that Adam Wingard and everybody else who made the film completely just missed the fucking point, you know? that Like, mm. how, what what did they watch out of the original anime? What was their experience? What did they get out of it if apparently them considering their film as doing it justice or do it, or, or creating a an adaptation that is of equal or greater value if their interpretation of that is this film what did they even see what did they even watch you know what what did they get out of it what that's was good, the what was the anime for them
2: that's a good point yeah
1: you know like if if you can't even I like how they threw in the American movie trope of of him getting bullied. Oh, like they threw yeah. in these bully characters just so he could he could be like, "Oh man, no one knows what it's like to be like me." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm
2: just a teen <laughs> man. yeah, exactly. White, it's white it's a, it's a fucking
1: it's a stupid American movie trope. It's it, and and it's so conflicting. Even if you ignore the um, even if you ignore the source material. It's a movie that's in constant conflict with itself. It it plays as though it's a crappy teen like family channel movie for most of it, and then all of a sudden you have just a bunch of gore. That it's like, okay, well, which market are you trying to even?
3: Yeah, that that was that was one of the, the biggest problems with this movie. Is I kept watching and go, who the fuck is this for? Like, yeah, I don't like, I don't know me. Who, it's like, is it for us to like? rip up like and so this movie costs 50 million dollars by the way and like this is one of the biggest things problems with this movie is if this had come out in theaters it would have bombed and the director would you know ruined his reputation and you know we it would people uh studios would be like well we can't make anime adaptations anymore look at ghost in the shell and death note especially but since netflix bought it you know Adam Wingard's next movie is Godzilla vs King Kong. Yes, <laughs> and it's like actually it's like, his
1: next one is an I Saw the Devil remake. But oh, he's doing oh, that too. Well, I, I know. He, quit
3: giving him shit. He he's used awful. to Like, did you see? He used to. He's made better stuff before. But as soon as he I, started with that Blair Witch movie, it's like okay.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you there and say that he's always been making awful shit movies and he's yeah. never made a single good thing Even in his like, entire life. Did you life. see the guest? I, you know what? I, I, I expressed my opinions on this because I, I, I tried watching the guest and I turned yeah. it off after 20 minutes because it was so oh, okay. stupid. Uh, I
3: like the guest. Kind of like fun fine. genre stuff.
1: Okay. After everybody, after everybody on Twitter started being like, Adam, you didn't like these two movies that I've already tried watching before, mm-hmm. um, and, and *Your Next* I, I got all the way through and I watched it in like 2012 or whatever. But just just to entertain the idea that perhaps I was misinterpreting the films, or that they were some sort of serious hidden gem level of of uh, commentary on on genre deconstruction, like people claim they are, I watched them both again last night. They are still bullshit. They are still awful. Okay. I hate them. I hate him as a director. He's no, he, awful. I
3: don't know. I haven't really liked we're off this, the rails. This this and Blair Witch were so horrible i
1: watched that last night too it was very upsetting
3: no blair witch is like i don't know the remake or the the, the, the or remake you know. he did the uh the one that came out last year that was like the the found footage sequel why did anyone need that like why well, did that need to exist i think the reason i think people thought because the original sequel of blair witch wasn't found footage it was like they tried to um, I have I saw that movie like once, like so long ago, but they tried to just do like a regular kind of horror movie. And then I think they went, oh, maybe that was stupid. Why don't, when we reboot it, make a found footage Blair Witch sequel, but he screwed it up and like, cause yeah. there's actually a lot of cool, uh, Blair Witch history they made for the website and stuff. Like there's a whole world in there. You could have done something cool with, but he does. Not do that at all. He's
1: with, clueless. And in, in yeah. the Blair Witch movie, he misinterpreted the source material in the same way that he misinterpreted uh, Death Note. Like yeah. you completely missed the point. Like how can you how can you even call this something that's in the same universe or something that is in the same vein of a film? I'm, like why not oh. just make your own intellectual property if you want to do something that has nothing to do with what made oh. the original so special?
4: I'm still stuck on the fact that there's a sequel or a reboot because like. With the original one being found footage, doesn't it get technically better with age? Like, couldn't it be a better movie if people accidentally stumbled upon it? What um, do you mean? Like, 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 like you know, you, you I don't, know, I mean, I guess people don't really do this. Like, like if, like if, like if from years from now and it was
2: completely forgotten, and some somebody from the future wearing their fucking future spandex and was like had like a Apple Watch on their brain or something, they were like. Whoa! What is this? Uh, what is this found footage movie? And they watch like it. If and like, they, whoa! If it they is set, real.
1: Like if they set the remake in 1999.
4: No, no remake. No remake. There doesn't need to be no. a remake. Like it just. It, just, well, it was, it was a, re, I mean,
3: it was like a reboot. It was. Reboot. Like, it was more of a sequel because it's like yeah. the, the girl's brother tries soft to.
1: Reboots like, are hot right now.
2: I, yeah. I also I also really love how they decided. Oh hey. uh, you know what we should do? We should make a found footage soft reboot when found footage shit is on its way out. No, that, <laughs> oh, that was that's a gr- That's a great idea,
4: guys. Good job. Well, the, okay. the reboot should I mean, have been a creepy pasta. Like like, just throw it up on the on YouTube.
1: the found yeah. footage as a genre, like it's losing its popularity, but I don't think that it's completely um useless as as a medium. I think that there are still many really cool and interesting things that you can do with the genre. And I know it's gotten a bad rap because most filmmakers see it as an excuse to uh, put less effort into their film. Yeah. Um, but there are some, there are some found footage movies out there that are really innovative and interesting and put a lot more uh, care and attention to detail in their films. than a lot of non found footage films do. So,
2: Oh, oh yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that like it's a useful, what, what I mean is like hmm. they um like people like uh, Hollywood has ma- only used it for a uh, horror and stuff when it could be used for other things like there's hardcore Henry, but that's irrelevant Doesn't to my point. It's really or maybe well, not. Yeah, it, it, could, it it could be it could be sort of a uh, classified as a a, okay, yeah, yeah. Found footage, a found footage subgenre. but what mm. I mean is Hollywood has exhausted found footage well, to but, the point where no one gives a shit anymore. they so.
3: never got into the the whole. The interest, like what Blair Witch started, but it took, I mean, paranormal activity, I guess, really started when you got like a ton of them. Mm-hmm. But what Blair Witch was influenced by was Cannibal Holocaust. And if yeah. you've seen Cannibal Holocaust, the what's really cool about that movie is there's a whole backstory to they found the footage and they actually have a debate over the morals of releasing this footage. And Cannibal Holocaust is a really extreme movie. And I mean, it's this- got a really good song. Yes, it the does. The song is so good. No, the theme song's great, but it, it's a. I think Cannibal Holocaust is really good from what it does with the found footage genre, but it does it way before any of the other kind of ripoffs do, and they never actually went into the morals and the ideas of finding that footage or anything. It's just like, you're just watching, someone found this and you're watching it. I don't know, who gives a shit. And Whereas Blair Witch Project did that also, but that was like a new thing. No one had done it before... And they at least I, had like a reason they were film students. All the other ones are like, it's security footage. I don't know. Who cares? Mm-hmm.
1: I genuinely love the first Blair Witch Project. And no, I know a, a lot movie. of a lot of people pass it off and categorize it as just some sort of found footage schlock. And a lot of people don't like it because it's like, oh, it's, it doesn't hit the same cues and beats of a standard horror film. There's, you know, you don't see a lot of gore. You don't see like monsters yeah. or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it works very well as a film. Like it's a really great drama. You believe all of the performances, like great acting. And you really, you really feel for this, this small group of people that you're with and you experience the same confusion. And, and um I don't know if I should say claustrophobia. There's a, there's a better term for it. Like just well, being the, the, is the feeling of being lost. Like you,
3: you know, you're like just, you, they're stuck in that loop. Like they just can't get out of it. And there yeah, is a, it's, there's a sense in that, which the, reboot tried to do but the new one did so well where you're like oh my god you experience things
1: through them yeah
3: yeah Yeah. that movie also i don't think any of them obviously didn't think it was going to be what it was and i think that phenomenon killed it so hard because i remember when it it came out on vhs right for halloween like it get at a really small theatrical window and when it came out everyone would watch it at a halloween party and that's like a horrible movie to watch at a Halloween party. You really need to like have the lights out, be, you know, just like. have. A I watched it by myself. Of, yeah, there. that's the best way to see it. But everyone yeah. who saw it like at a party and hated it, I'm like, well, that was a terrible way to watch that movie. No wonder you didn't like it.
1: Like If I if I have like a bunch of people over, like if more than more than like five people over and there's alcohol there's only like certain types of movies that i'll show i won't yeah. watch. i won't watch anything that i'll get upset if people aren't paying attention to yeah it'll be no, it'll be like gore fun like p- dumb dumb movies that people can laugh at or like so bad that it's good or like you know kind of yeah. things that it's like you can be drunk and everybody can be talking over it and it'll still be great i, I always mm. pick like mac and me for those things yeah. I still haven't seen that. I would like to. Oh god. Oh, I've seen, seeing... I've seen. I've seen a few scenes from it.
2: party. Oh.
1: oh god, yes. Please. Man, I'm still. Uh, I'm still hung up on Death Note. I
4: know we oh, kinda... yeah, Death Note. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> we
3: went on I a was So, so
4: disappointed. I was like, I was so excited about Death Note, and then everyone just. Like, <laughs> we're we're talking about guys. Keep talking. Keep talking about it. I gotta. I gotta well, drop people. because we we're talking.
1: We're talking about Adam Wingard, and I was just saying how he's never directed a good movie ever, and um. I mean, I, I, would, I would love to, to hear people try to justify the uh, supposed intellectual genius of the two films of him that people really like after his inevitable 10 movies in a row where nobody likes them and they're complete shit. His next movie, going to be complete shit. His movie after that, going to be complete shit. Is to he people's standards more than just me. Is he the next no. Spielberg? <laughs> well, I,
3: I think they wanted him to be... Like this genre guy because, uh, your next was very much like your next was very genre and I guess the guest was trying to be like a kind of like my bodyguard mixed with the Terminator type of thing, <laughs> um, and like that's what they wanted like him to be like a strict genre of filmmaker. But the problem is is I think he um, when he's had these intellectual properties he's not using any genre in that he's trying to tackle them like. I haven't seen any Death Note, so I can't really of the anime. Um, but when I was watching the movie, it just felt like like too many things going on at once. Like you shouldn't have the L, the detective and the girl really focused thing. on the gore. Yeah. Well, well like that was no the other reason. thing was like it started as like a final destination ripoff and then it stops doing Which
1: that. Is, it. I. It's just so stupid. Like, it, like why, there's no why? reason for it.
3: I mean, I sort of get, like, he, he it's can... It's clearly kill...
1: what he cares about is the gore. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is so,
2: even the point of the original anime. That's not... Exactly.
1: That
3: was the there heart was heart. never... The
1: anime didn't go, like, ooh, how are they going to die? Like, little death sequence and then, like, head explode, like, extravaganza. Yeah, that
2: yeah never all, all that happened and was that happen for...
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, okay, yeah, if you want to do something different, that's fine. Um, But at least acknowledge that your choices are not being made for the better. You know, you, you, you decided that you like this type of thing better, but it's like, okay, well, what did you get out of the original? Well, I, I think all I have I to ask is like, what did you experience?
4: You're asking this as if like, this is aimed at the original source, like people that love the anime. Um, if, okay. if, if, if you were going to try and grab a random person that will go to a movie theater, which keep in mind, that's a small niche part of, uh, the death notes, original audience. Uh, well how do you make deaths cool for a not that death note should be an action movie but that's it's
1: it's not the point is the problem is like how can how can you if you're going to make a movie where all you give a crap about is is like oh man this death's so cool then why are you adapting death note when clearly those are conflicting ideas like why are you even adapting the source material if you want to make something completely different make your different movie I you think the, like, I, why I, even why even take the intellectual property?
2: I think the thing is that uh, like what uh, just has a gross misunderstanding of uh, audience appeal because they I think in their Hollywood heads, they're like, well, if we take this thing and we make it a, and we put this thing in it, it'll be popular. I think they just have a gross misunderstanding of how things work, which we all obviously know, but they think that, oh, if we take this anime property, we'll appeal to a niche market. And then if we make it all gory and stuff, we'll appeal to a, a to like a, a horror market, too. It's great. It's well, a great I, idea. I, don't,
3: I think I don't, that's giving him too much credit. I, I don't really think they they really think out making anime adaptations because it really hasn't worked financially ever. Like what? I can't even think of one that's worked at all. Edge of Tomorrow is probably the best example, but that's because, that's, yeah, that's manga. Still, that's manga. And that also like. I mean, sort of, I guess, but. Is, well, I, I, it's a very loose well, adaptation. Novel. That also had Tom Cruise in it, and you know, a major. Anyway, but the, the mummy. Yeah. Well, anyway, but the mummy. On um, well, that made money overseas. I'm not. <laughs> I haven't seen the mummy. I'm not going to. I just saw know,
1: that but, was shit. But the um, it was funny. Yeah.
3: He like a superhero what, at the end. But who is seeing like Ghost in the Shell and Death Note like and is excited about them and like I don't really think they're thinking out these movies. In a way that's uh-huh. like, like they're not like so, superhero movies. There's not a well, built-up demand for like, I can't wait to see Death Note on the big screen. Like nobody really gives a shit. So I, th- I
1: think people were is- excited for it. I, I was. was still, am. yeah. Um, there was a ton well, of people excited for the D- Death Note
4: remake. The thing is, like Death Note went through a lot of production stuff because this originally was a theatrical film, and then it kept getting passed down and passed down and passed down until eventually Netflix bought it. So, I I don't know how much this is like, all right, this is what we already have, and then someone's trying to make the best out of it what it is. Um, And uh, going back to what you're saying about if you were going to do a Death Note movie that involves a lot of the action y parts, why not adapt the part with the uh, TV station, which has quite a bit of action?
1: Here's my theory. Adam Wingard made zero decisions based on how he thought American audiences would perceive them and made every decision based on the movie he wanted to make. He made the exact movie he wanted to make cuz he makes dumb movies for stupid dumb babies. He's just like, "I like gore." And that's it. He doesn't like he he doesn't he's not the type of person who could even watch Death Note and get anything out of it beyond, "Ooh, look at people died." Goo goo gaga. <laughs> Uh, okay. i know it's a very exaggerated yeah. caricature i just i hate this man so much how about this idea? I, I hate him even more after having watched all of his films <sighs> last night in order to try and give him a second chance because people were insisting that i was misinterpreting him
0: how about uh, this idea like i'm still up for the idea like could death note work as an anthology series like a, a tv show where each episode a different person gets the death note could that work
4: oh that'd be fun People will be pissed off at regardless because it's not the source material. A but Death like...
1: Note film could work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A Death Note film could very well work. I wholeheartedly believe that. You just need to give it to somebody who can actually faithfully adapt uh, the original and be like, okay, this is what's important about it. You know, capture the tone. You know what I really loved about the original Death Note is, like, even in one of the first scenes, you get that, like, the um, the shot that goes into the uh, 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 demon world or whatever it was what are they call them uh shinagabi mm-hmm. le- or whatever yeah so like the shot that goes into their world and it's like through this big tunnel and the camera's shaking and you get this like this choir this chorus of 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 these singers that are going like ah! sort of thing like that tone was never experienced at all in the film like all we got was Adam Wingard's typical like, hey, let's do some 80s synth and people will think it's an homage, except it's not going to work this time. He just really loves this 80s synth vibe. He's going to put his own stupid playlist in the movie and not give a crap about what the tone of the film should be.
2: Yeah, one thing that really bothers me is people say, oh, anime can't be adapted into live action. Stop doing it. I'm like, no, it can be. It's just that Hollywood keeps picking the wrong people.
3: It's it's similar what happened to comic book movies before you know sam raimi and so forth is most of them were bad because you pick people who had no respect for the uh what they were adapting and they treat it like comic books are dumb i'll direct it like it's a dumb thing and you got like batman and robin and shit like that but like i think anime like other than like the speed racer movie no one has ever ever really taking it that seriously what they're adapting so you're getting these like subpar directors you know who look down upon what they're adapting things which just doesn't work like it's like a stupid way to come about a source material i know what would have been
4: been amazing hmm. uh since death note's original material is such like dialogue heavy storytelling anyways because most of death note the anime is them standing around talking about their future plans um i think it'd be great if kevin smith if we're we're gonna if we're gonna do like a shitty remake anyways it's just, just Go all the way. Kevin Smith doing all the dialogue. Kevin oh, no. Smith needs to go home.
0: <laughs> That's where his recording booth is. That's where he makes his podcast, so we, we'd be encouraging him if he does go home.
1: He'll, Stay he'll out never, of the podcast.
2: Stay out of the he'll, cinema.
3: He'll, he'll never go home. He's going to be around forever.
2: Yeah. We're gonna what, is Ke- what is Kevin Smith done again? I'm sorry. I, I keep... Uh, Clerks, Small yeah. Rats,
0: Dogma, Jane Dog Silent, Silent Bob. Yeah. He, Tusk!
2: yoga
1: oh. hosers
3: oh yeah. oh he's just like why uh. he's become a horror movie director i don't really well, I like i have started to question i didn't
1: even like red moment. state i know some people oh, like red that, state was but...
4: fucking
3: awful no, that was the movie i realized that kevin
4: smith wasn't a good storyteller <laughs> i don't he know why i was like hyped up was...
1: people were like wow well, what a cause... great film i don't understand
3: i think it was more a reaction to him doing that thing at Sundance where which was a bullshit thing that he did where Aww. uh he screened it and he said afterwards we'll decide who's going to distribute it and he gets on the mic and goes I don't want anyone to distribute it I hate all you guys you guys all suck with state I'm gonna distribute myself <laughs> just the way I'm saying it too Whoa. and you guys are all stupid booger faces and he walked out and they're like what he I, did I, do that I, that's I, re- I mean I
0: don't know about that he was like I, re- I, I saw something else where he was like I'm going to distribute this movie myself like, go cross-country, have a tour no, to see my movie? He did,
3: he did, but he basically hyped up. He, like, kind of hijacked all these people because they're like, who's going to distribute this movie? And then, like, after the screening, he's like, oh, no one, I'm going to do it. And they're like, what the fuck? Why were we, there's other shit we had to do today, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, he, like, pissed off half the industry oh. by, like, h- holding them captive because they wanted to buy this movie. And then he ended it by saying, like, fuck you guys, and it, like, obviously wow. didn't go over that well. Oh,
1: Adam that Wingard has movie. been on Twitter saying that people that don't like his films are just trolls. Yeah. Oh. Like, the new I, Death he, Note he, movie specifically. He, <sighs> and then when people were, and then when people are like, really? Why are you saying that? He made another tweet saying, ha look at all these trolls that are getting offended by me calling them out. Like, okay.
3: Like, <laughs> his, his method of defense okay. is the Chris Chan method? He, yeah. he is never, he is not handling... The reaction to death Note. No. of
1: course and it just shows how how little self-awareness he has no, you know he, like he can't like, even be the person that's like oh yeah so studio influence made me do this blah 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 and i know you can't say that publicly but it's abundantly clear yeah. that he thought he was making like a great adaptation oh. come on and people call his other films genre deconstructions that's <laughs> bull. oh see
3: that that i don't i don't agree with it's that bull. i know people people, and have, people have said that they're to not
1: right to try and understand it's like there's a couple things that are different in your next than a typical horror movie you know like yeah. there's a little there's a little bit of like wow they did this slightly different but that Damn. doesn't mean that it's like some sort of commentary on the genre yeah. it's not funny games it's not cabin in the woods it's not it's not uh sc- scream it's not uh oh, yeah. uh tucker and dale versus evil You know, just because you do a couple things different in your slasher dumb horror movie, all of a sudden people are like, like, wow, this looks this looks like it's poorly acted and cheesy enough that Mm -hmm. it's being a parody and it's being a commentary and it's doing it ironically. No, it's just cheesy and dumb and poorly
0: acted. Come on. I'm so frustrated with it. First off, I really love Tucker and Dale vs Evil, but also It's awesome. Uh, okay. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> uh people, if you're listening to this, just uh look up, well, just watch the movie Tucker and Dale vs Evil and don't don't look up any trailers or anything.
4: But I know joke. Went into it blind, not knowing what I was going to get and that made it so much better. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I had no idea.
0: Related. I just hate when movies say um you know, this is just like you know how in the movies they do blank, blank? I, I I hate when they point that out in movies and stuff. What? You you know, like, there's a scene in a movie, like, Scream. They do this all the time. But
3: there's other movies that try to do it, too, where yeah. they oh, say, yeah. like,
0: hey, this is... F- well, I think...
3: Oh, go on. Yeah. I don't know. The, the other thing with Death Note is it's clearly influenced by shitty 90s movies that, like, were never very good. Like I know oh,
4: noticed... you mentioned the bully earlier, and the bully is like literally every ninety early nineties bully character in any kid's film. Yeah.
1: It's an Adam Wingard movie. He threw in random, Did... dumb, stupid bullies in, in the guest too. That's just the movie he wants to make.
0: Please tell me like the bully. And now people are realizing that the movie he wants to make is a shitty movie. <laughs> like please, please tell me like the bully has like uh, one of those 90s sweater. Sweater t-shirts and he has like a blonde. Yeah, but he's, hair. A, he's a
3: football player. He's a football oh, no, player. No, no.
0: Okay. He has a letterman jacket. Like, does he say like, Hey L does the L stand for loser? And the bully has no. like a, a best friend who's like, good one. No, They're
1: literally just like right outside the school at any given moment in time. And you have to imagine that there's probably like a queue of people that are waiting to get bullied because that's all they (laughs) the only place they stand. Lights like inside his classroom later, he looks out the window. The bullies are like literally in the exact same spot they were before. (laughs) He's like, like, man, I'm 17 years old. Do do you know that if you beat me up, that will be child abuse? (laughs) That's literally what he said. Somebody wrote that. Adam Wingard directed that
3: and I, thought, this is good. But I don't this get it works. How can you do that? I what I will say. forgot about that movie is, like, they don't develop... Like, wouldn't you want to develop that character before he gets the Death Note? So there's, like, I have some attachment to him as an audience. It's an
1: Adam Wingard film. He like, doesn't just, want to direct... He doesn't want to develop but, characters.
3: But he like, has zero like interest. That's, that's the problem. That's one of the biggest problems with Death Note is, like, there's no... I am not interested in like Turner, who sounds like the most American name, like generic American name you can think of. Now we're going to go and show those douchebags they can't mess with us. Or my name isn't Canada,
2: Washington, Sawyer, Finn, Bush, Cheney, Pamela, Anderson, Lee. True that, yo.
1: True that, y'all indeed, inevitable black gang member. People are surprised at this point about Adam Wingard. Like, right before Blair Witch, people were saying he's the most innovative and influential and and creative horror director today i can't wait to see what he comes up with next and now all of a sudden people are acting surprised you know <laughs> like oh how come they didn't develop the character blah 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 blah. but it's like this is in line with every movie he's ever made he didn't really develop any of the characters in the guest as much as people loved that movie he just had one dude that gave a constant smirk and was like i'm the cool guy look at how cool i am Look, I can I can drink really spicy liquor. Isn't that so cool? And then everybody who who's like a super cool guy fetishist was like, "Oh yeah, I love watching this character." I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I hate him
4: so much. It's very it's, clear. it's borderline it's very irrational clear. at this point. I can't, can't say a goddamn word about Death Note without you going on around about his entire. I'm, i I'm
1: <laughs> infuriated by him. Not just not just like on on my own, but the fact that people are constantly telling me that I'm misinterpreting those two films that are constantly telling me that I should like them. It's one thing. If you're going to say, Hey, this is what I thought about the movie. It's another thing. If you're going to say, Hey, this is what you should think about the movie. And when I went on Twitter and I was talking about how much I hated those movies, I was talking about what I thought of the
0: movie. Not, not like,
1: Hey, you should all hate these movies Mm -hmm.
0: anyway. Yeah. Have you ever just like, said something in a video and like you should edit it because there's so many comments or misinterpretation from the video. Well,
1: I find myself doing that thing often where um I'll try to anticipate counter arguments mm-hmm. and and uh diffuse them before they even happen. <laughs> so, I try to think of what someone who would misinterpret me might might uh, might say about something or how someone might be able to misinterpret something. Yeah. So I'm like, you might be thinking this, but blah, 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 blah. So that's usually how I try to do it.
0: Yeah. that's what um, I worry Otherwise,
1: about. yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I just go in the comments section and say something, but
0: one of my favorite misinterpretations, uh, it was from a recent video, but it was someone who didn't even watch the video. Like, uh, it was just someone who said, uh, Here we go, another Teen Titans Go bitch fest, because there's a ton of Teen Titans Go rants on YouTube. And then, like, I commented, replying to him saying, watch the video before you comment. And then, apparently he did, because he deleted his own comment, and it's like, what the fuck? Uh It's like, hey, you come back here and apologize to me and (laughs) bow to me, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Death Note. Anything else about Death Note? It's awful. It's It's
1: awful, and... I cannot wait for Adam Wingard to make crappy film after crappy film oh. until nobody loves him and I can say I was hating him before it was cool.
4: Hmm. I'm going to be honest. I was really fucking stoked to talk about death though and actually talk about Death Note um but like like i said you keep just attacking the same guy over and over again you're almost repeating yourself and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I'm just, <laughs> i was just super stoked to actually pick out points you can talk about death nuts. no no tell, tell i'm not about... even having fun with <laughs> it talk, it, about talk about, about death sorry. do it do it I'm,
1: I'm not preventing you from
0: talking i
4: heard so... uh, kind of were <laughs> i i
0: heard robin williams had a death nut what a death nut what what did he mean, die? Uh, did he die jacking it?
1: No, oh. the, you're confusing that with uh, the old dude from Kill
3: Bill. Okay, yeah. David Carradine. He did, that is how he died. I
0: thought yeah. that's how Robin Williams died. Never mind.
3: No, he he hung himself because he's getting what Parkinson's Oh. Or yeah, that's that's a lot less fun than jerking off. Um, yeah, yeah. This joke, this joke
2: went off the rails.
3: Oh.
1: Got him. <laughs> I don't like I don't like how they ruined the character design of Ryuk. I agree with that. Oh, how,
0: yeah. How, why do they keep casting um, William Dafoe and putting makeup on his face or a stupid Power Ranger suit on
4: on him? Well, the problem is that like Ryuk is very skinny and very like he's an abstraction of human body, and like this one, it's very clearly like they first started out with someone in a meat suit and then like huh. you know CG elements onto it, and it, it, it's really awkward to see like giant fist. First, like, I guess he has big hands in the original, but like then he has actually human sized like arms mm-hmm. versus they like really weird face. That's true.
0: Isn't, yeah, like, but he does look like William Dafoe already in the anime. So like this could have worked. I
1: know, I know. And then in all the marketing, they just showed the silhouette as far mm-hmm. as I knew. So
3: yeah, and it's much. just like, it's OK, like, well, this wasn't lady. about.
1: Well, yeah, it's like, OK, well, now I, I guess this wasn't about being mysterious and foreboding. This is about trying to hide the fact that he looks like shit.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh.
4: However, I really enjoyed Ryuk being an entire dick in this movie versus like being passive aggressive, because uh, uh. like he's very much more like upfront about things. Because um, like in the original, it's Light finds the book, experiments with it, and then runs into Ryuk. Versus this one, Ryuk is really like being a puppeteer.
1: Well, I feel like I feel like in the original anime there was like a sense of ryuk uh kind of ironically being more humanized as the series goes on and light being more you know less humanized and being more of a monster as the series goes on and you have this kind of interesting juxtaposition of ryuk being like oh wow this human guy is really really is crazy but in this new adaptation it's just like light didn't even kill somebody who wasn't a bad guy (laughs) like there there was no sort of moral ambiguity and they so they they went out of their way to handpick him to be like this perfect goody two shoes uh, moral character, but in the wrong ways, you know, like yeah. l- like it, with light, it was like that was his whole outward persona. In the in the original anime was was like oh everybody thinks he's this perfect uh, straight A student who would never do anything wrong. They just ditched that and instead of giving him moral ambiguity of of starting to kill people who weren't even like, quote-unquote bad guys, they were like, yeah, let's just have him only kill people who were criminals and only kill people that uh, were trying to kill him or something. It was just yeah. like, uh Ryu could have been taken out of this new movie and literally nothing would have changed. Like, he didn't really add anything yeah, to true. the film. Like, Except like for you, that you one could have...
4: They Thank thought Ryu killed all the FBI agents. Because um, uh, oh, a, a bit God, of, that was so dumb. Oh. <laughs> a big a part dumb. of... Uh, <laughs> the, the big part of conflict is less about Elle and Light and more about Light and Mia or Misa uh, because yeah. like it's very much um, Misa has a bunch of ideas of what they should be doing and Light's pretty much a pussy and won't do anything. So uh, Mia starts like um, it becomes a chess game between them two as she's trying to get the book and become the person who can kill versus Light. Um, and then L feels more like a
3: subplot. What I didn't get about First off, if you got a death note book, I would at least read the rules. I did not understand that. Why did not you just read them all? But also like he made it sound like only he could write in it. So like any jerk can just pick it up and be like, write something and they kill him, right? Yeah, Uh, that's how that's how it was in the Uh, I mean, that that felt a little random to me. I I wasn't like a huge.
1: They uh, added that stupid burn the page rule, though, just for the sake of of like plot convenience cheap drama yeah Yeah. start with the ending first and write your way backwards logic because
4: in the original it was anyone that touches the book is able to see the death gods um the shinigamis and this one it's whoever owns it exclusively uh the not holding the book for seven days i feel like is a movie exclusive rule um i think in the original it was you had to give up the book like like verbally like give up ownership and then you forget anything that happened during the, your time hold it being the death note user um mm-hmm. the 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 page uh for those who hadn't seen it basically if you if you're a death note owner and you write someone's name down before they die if you burn the page they don't It, it cancels it out but you can only do that once i don't know that it, it, it didn't it's, it wasn't clear yeah. if it was once per book or once per user
1: I know it's I it's whatever it had to be to have their stupid, stupid uh, conclusion.
4: OK, you can't God, yeah. you can't tell me that was not enjoyable just for the fact that like their uh, their facial expressions when they realized they wrote each other's names in the book. Oh, so it's like Gift of the Magi. <laughs> Amy, this is for you. A set of combs for your beautiful hair.
3: Oh, that's so sweet. But I sold my hair to a wig maker so I could buy a set of combs for Hermes. Oh, the irony! I sold my hair so I could buy this third set of combs for Zoidbug. Thank you. These will come in handy for my new hair. <gasps> Finally, I look as pretty as I feel. It wrote in a
4: book that, like, uh, Mia Stanson hands him the Death Note in the attempt to like you can control someone for 2 days which is not a rule in the original book you can control people's actions uh pretty much infinitely until they die uh versus the book it's like it's 2 days exclusive for plot convenience uh but yeah yeah it's a part where it's like you wrote my name in the book you wrote my name in the book like there's this great like <laughs> facial expression like like again his facial expressions are the Tom and Jerry movie they're amazing <laughs> they, like
3: they, the, the scene at the end of the credits where she wrote that he was in the Naked Brothers band. And I was like, that's fucking deep.
1: Um... The entire film, Light, the actor playing Light, just felt like he should have been in a comedy film instead.
3: You know, <laughs> why, like, yeah, why was every... he, is, is he have enough of a following? Like, there's so many things about this movie that I was like, this is the problem with having Netflix, is that like none of these people should have been allowed to do this. And, like, because of Netflix and, like, a studio who clearly would have been like, wait, so you want this kid who's not really that famous to lead this movie that's going to cost a lot of money. I don't think it's a Netflix exclusive problem, though. That no one wants. But it's like, no, it's like a streaming, I guess it's a streaming problem where, like, we don't, we'll never know the numbers on this movie. I'm sure it got watched a lot. More people probably saw this on netflix than would have ever seen it had it gone to theaters mm-hmm. because it was just there and it's like yeah cause
1: I, it's like i already own this service and i want to see how bad it is
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like did they did they i don't think netflix made this because they were like well people will hate it and that will work out for us i i just think they were like this is like the problem people had with okja is that like no studio would have ever made this so this is why it's netflix exclusive and that's like a problem with that service is like well i they make, like makes no i like also movie. but it's just like they they do have a thing where it's like they make some stuff that i'm like i'm so glad they made this and then they make other stuff where i'm like maybe you should have stopped at a certain they can't time. be all hits you know yeah but this was like a pretty big misfire you know? yeah it's actually one of I mean, the bigger ones because with
4: Netflix, no one ever talks about their misses, and they were, they release original content all the fucking time. Oh yeah, every week. I mean, that twenty billion dollars in debt didn't come from nowhere, right? And so, like, we only ever really get press talk or remember the big hits. But like, yeah, like I said, they they're probably like their success rate is probably twenty percent, but their brand, not like you know people's knowledge of it's kind of like Pixar, where everyone just thinks every movie's good.
3: Well, it's like I don't think I don't. I mean, I like I do like Okja. But I don't think anyone signed up for Netflix because of Okja. I think more people signed up for Netflix because of like House of Cards or uh, Orange is the New Black or even like Voltron or something. But like this, what they're doing with movies is such a big fucking mistake. I mean, it's just like they've been really fucking up on the movie front. Like they need to get their shit together because this is like, this is just this is just like not. It's not working.
4: It's not sustainable. Should they even be bothering with movies in general? Because like Netflix's biggest benefit is the binge watching. Mo- yeah, you know, the whole idea. Yeah, of that that's. You to watch a I whole mean, series.
3: I mean, that's why I know when they like when they did Okja, they bought, they made sure they had a lot of uh, that director's movies. But we'll see because their big push is that Will Smith movie that Max Landis wrote. Um, Bright, oh. I think it's called. That's like their big push and if that works out oh yeah then our future will work out <laughs> i yeah i, don't, I mean i'm From excited director of
1: suicide squad
3: yeah mm. i hope i hope it works out i love max landis style. i mean that's that's more in wow his, i guess wheelhouse is doing like a cop thing because he's the guy who wrote training day and uh did like end of watch and stuff but i don't think um he's a great He's an amazing director or anything. You have to
1: understand um in the Hollywood uh studio system, a writer doesn't really have much control over the final version of a product. Um Max Landis himself will say, like, there's so many movies where the final product product is not at all what he wrote. And they just you know they butchered it or they just uh, gutted it and just put in whatever they want and yet he's still listed as like the writer for the film so mm. who really knows what you're gonna get out of a yeah.
4: out of a Hollywood studio Max Landis uh, written film but even even then if it's like a TV show there's a writer's room and only one writer gets credited for the episode hmm. and it's such a collaborative effort Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. oh yeah oh yeah I mean... with, with Hollywood movies you have so many Writers who come in and might punch up a scene or might do a rewrite but not get credited. Like, I mean, we're talking about the Sam Raimi Spider Man. James Cameron could have been credited for that, but he chose not to be. Same with like a ton of people. Like, there could have been four screenwriters in that. And sometimes they right. don't want to be listed. They still get paid, but they don't want to be listed and stuff. So.
1: I think I think that there's a big difference between a collaborative effort and a group and constant, consistent team of writers working for a TV show yeah. than a person writing a script by themselves independently, handing it to producers or whatever Hollywood studio until it gets tossed around X amount of hands until somebody decides to pick it up and then gut it and do whatever they want with it. And those people never really communicate. I think that there's a big difference between those two things. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. I'm just I'm just saying that like in general, writing credits are all pretty fucked up, and and when it comes to just like this medium.
1: Yeah,
4: I feel so bad for writers. That's why I
2: never want to work in a studio setting. I would much rather be independent.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a different game. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a game that I wouldn't really have much interest
4: in playing.
2: <laughs> Agreed.
4: Yeah. Um. And but then, uh, like. Also, Netflix's animation is very all over the place, too.
2: Yeah,
0: like, I, um, I kind of feel guilty for animate. my videos because I'm i always hyping up, like, yeah, Netflix has so many great shows, and I think about it, really. I start to think about it, and I'm like, you know, maybe not all their shows are great.
2: Yeah, I mean, like... Uh, I'm
3: honestly, surprised at how many
2: people are defending Voltron. I hate it. Aww. You don't like it's, Voltron? It's yeah, Voltron so cool. it's so fucking boring. Like, I, It's just, it's honestly, like, all, all the episodes I've seen so far is just the... Oh, you need to learn to work together as a team. Oh. and then they start, and then they start like doing team exercises that don't work. But then the one that turns out, um, the, the one where they goof off the most, it's like, oh, you guys are finally doing it. And it's just like,
4: uh. are you and sure you just it, describing the Power Ranger movie? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: know. <laughs> That's
2: literally what the second episode of Voltron is—is is the Power Rangers. It's
4: just a hologram, like a video game. Not a video game. Aye, aye, aye. Power Rangers, in March
0: 24th. I didn't even watch that movie. Don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh, I liked
4: it. Apparently, I just like all the shit that okay, everyone okay. else hates. Well,
0: I like the Power Rangers movie, but the Power Rangers were the worst part of their own movie.
4: No, the Zords and the well, Suits
3: were. I mean, well, I mean, I mean
0: the, yeah, like the,
4: the, the, the actual Power, Power Rangers, Rangers part, yeah.
3: The Power Rangers movie acted like it was, like, the 2000s x-men movie and they're embarrassed of the power rangers while making a power ranger movie like they should have just made like we have like marvel movies where characters can wear brightly colored suits like you could have just made like like being a kid who watched power rangers you could have given me that nostalgic experience but instead you made like this other thing and i don't i think they they could have made that movie like we're in a time where audiences will accept that so like i really didn't get like what they were trying to do yeah that. It, that I mean the
0: that, that movie felt really cheap like I, apparently the budget was a hundred million and it's like really because no. they basically saved everything for like the last ten minutes to show any Power Rangers or Zords
3: oh and then all the the Power Ranger stuff looked like the fucking Transformers or something yeah, yeah well
4: I, I'm sick of every like action movie looking like a flavor of a flavor of the Michael Bay stuff. And then on top of that, I would have even been okay if the uh, Power Ranger suits looked like Iron Man, because at
3: least in it looked like it was well designed. Oh, uh, yeah. This like it looked more like a Or really at least you powerful, could see it because right. they, they move it by so quickly. I'm like, I think I saw that. I don't know what just happened.
4: But it looked like Green Lantern to me, like yeah, as far was... as like the design aesthetics. Yeah, thing is. The worst part is that you had a Power Rangers movie back in the '90s where they, you know, used upgraded versions of the suit where it was like, you know, more metal than spandex, mm-hmm. and I thought that worked. I think you could do a higher quality version of that, yeah. and you still have the look of Power Rangers yeah. while looking higher quality versus this CGI body bullshit.
3: What if they're actually going to go through with the sequel? Oh no. Uh-huh. And that's not how, that Lionsgate is in so much trouble, that's why they're uh-huh. like, hey, maybe a Hunger Games, another Hunger Games with the Twilights, we're in trouble, we're in trouble. But I
0: don't know, if if they did make a sequel to that Power Rangers movie, I feel like it'll just go full damage control where they try to fix everything like they did with the, that second Team and T Michael Bay movie.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. But then everybody, and then but then the nostalgia wears off, and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to watch this," and then it just gets canned again. So
4: I don't know. I don't know if they did a second Power Rangers movie, they would be bringing in Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger, and like that is where most people's nostalgia boner for Power Ranger goes. Yeah. Um, yeah so like if they the, brought the Green like, Boys.
0: I, I saw that movie Midnight Screen. Well, seven uh, p.m. screen because they don't do midnight screenings anymore. But um the audience was way into it and i'm just like really guys this is pretty crappy i
4: don't know i enjoyed the power ranger movie i was i keep mind, i had very low expectations for it so like it it was really hard for it not to like meet them yeah 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 so like i knew what i was going into and i was i was surprised um how well it pulled off some things
2: yeah I had moderately low expectations for Ghost in the Shell, and I was still let down. That's, like, the worst feeling in the world. Oh, like, you know, when you're expecting something to be kind of, like, dumb, and you're just like, I'll just enjoy it for, like, something really superficial, you know, because I'm interested in seeing it anyway, just to, you know, form an, an objective opinion on it. And then you see, and you're like, wow, I'm still disappointed
3: anyway. Yeah. That's incredible. I mean, that, that you know, the, the problem with Ghost in the Shell is that they had thought about adapting it and having, James Cameron do it or Spielberg do it was like since this has been in development for so long and clearly they had spent development money on it and they're like oh man we should like make this a movie or it'll look bad that we spent money on this thing that never got made oh. and they just handed it to the Snow White and the Huntsman director who's a style like can do like he's a commercial director like and you can tell that when he's but he's not you don't want to see his take on Ghost in the Shell and that was the biggest they should have gotten a cool director like, they could have gotten, what are the Wachowskis doing? They're not doing yeah. nothing. Like, they could, if they did Ghost in the Shell, I'd be like, it sounds kind of a little regressive, but I'd be at least interested, you know? Yeah. but Bef- Before Adam goes on his bed, I just want to say, I definitely would like to see
2: James Cameron do that um, Battle Angel Alita film because is I have it? the art book for it, and it's gorgeous.
0: Yeah, he's are you making Avatar
3: 3 and 4 and 5? is it Robert Rodriguez yeah. doing that? Battle Angel Alita? Yeah, I think he is, right? Um, oh, well.
0: next movie?
3: I'm not
2: sure, but we'll see. And
1: Adam what do you want to say? Um we were ta- well when you mentioned uh, uh, the uh the just Netflix animation as a, a category and um I went on Wikipedia and I just uh found out that they're planning a um uh Carmen San Diego <laughs> oh, <laughs> Netflix yeah. animation for 2019. I just found that really interesting.
4: Because hey. well, they already, they already in the works are released a Magic School Bus too.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about it. They that. released
4: it already, or I've, I've been well, hearing like more some about sort it. of like
1: promotional thing. I don't know.
4: Yeah, well, I think the the uh, the Ghostbuster is going to be uh, Miss Frizzle. Kristen like,
3: Wiig. Oh, oh, king McKinnon. King McKinnon, blonde one.
4: Yeah, yeah. the 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 anti trans lesbian gold star bitch. Yeah, her. <laughs>
3: Whoa! <laughs> Wait, what?
4: That was, that oh, was, a, that
2: was, that was a mouthful. <laughs>
3: I don't. <laughs> I, I'm
2: really. I don't even mouth. know what this she, is referencing.
4: She's, she's like a, a, a very notorious turf trans-exclusive radical feminist. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. okay. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um, let's see. No, yeah. I just found that. I just found that interesting that they were renewing that. We're definitely in the age of like nostalgia, as a marketing. It's never going to end. We have been for like at least five years. Yeah. The reboot thing is pretty much like, everything.
3: Well, because there's so many millennials, like there's more millennials, at least in America, than any other demo at this point. And I guess their feeling is if we can, like, because the baby boomer nostalgia was huge. I mean, look at the wonder years and all that stuff. But the millennial nostalgia taken a next level-ness to it. It's all I about mean, member berries. I, think, yeah. I mean, I think you, the, the comic say- book movie boom had a little bit to do with nostalgia because comic books had that huge rise in the 90s and i think that had probably a little more to do with it than people realize
1: like even i mean even even like star wars is soft reboot and like blade runner and all that like it's it's yeah. not just it's not just like 90s kid stuff it's like 80s really well, well yeah
2: stuff that was huge in pop culture though I yeah think. i think blade runner is i don't i don't i mean blade runner is are really uh popular movie right i mean i don't know oh, much yeah. about it well but...
3: blade runner's kind of become one it was a huge flop at the time but it's uh it sells so much so many blu-rays and vhs and all like it look it became oh, 40 versions mind.
0: of the same movie
3: yeah oh yeah, yeah, that's... So, yeah. five cut that's Blu-ray. the other thing is like i haven't seen it that many times because anytime i'd have to sit down to see it they'd be like well you could watch this cut or that cut and i'd be like God, shut the fuck up! I'm gonna watch something else. You're pissing me off.
2: I, I, I want to see the uh, um the
3: terrible uh, Harrison Ford narration oh. cut. That one's, say- not, that one's not that horrible. I I think it uh it kind of works with because it's trying to do a noir thing, and that was a very noir thing. It's just, like, Ridley Scott hates it, but, like, Ridley Scott makes a lot of bad decisions, so... No, but didn't
2: Harrison Ford himself say, I intentionally sabotage that so they wouldn't use it because I knew it wouldn't work, but they used it anyway?
3: I mean, he didn't... It wasn't that bad, but you can tell he doesn't, like, give a shit, but oh. a lot of noirs were made on a cheaper budget, so it, like, while I was watching, it was like, I think you thought you were fucking this up, but you ended up having it work. <laughs> so it's, like, it's, it like, I think... He doesn't get, like, if you see, like, Detour, which is, like, probably the best film noir, and it's really easy to find. You can find it anywhere on YouTube. Um, It's, like, a B thing, and you have these actors who, like, had an hour to record all their lines, and they're not, they, like, just saw the script, and, of course, it's not that great. So Harrison Ford, it worked for that. He actually did it the most appropriate way, which is kind of funny. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think, I haven't seen every cut of Blade Runner. I've just seen the one with and without, and they're both fine. I don't see, everybody needs to get off their, i don't know which cat i've seen no one it's 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 people need to chill out about that movie it's like not that amazing but it's still good i mean
1: i'm very excited for the uh 20 whatever 2047 or, or whatever 2049 I think yeah 2049 I'm very excited for that not because I'm like a Blade Runner nerd but because I love Denis Villeneuve and uh oh, Roger and, Deakins yeah so and, I mean like it's a good combo and so that's from just from a filmmaking perspective I'm really excited for that
3: no I, w- oh, I would have because uh what's it uh what was that movie shit uh, question, if
4: if the new remake did two releases simultaneously of one with narration and one without, do you think that would be <laughs> successful?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> no, that'd be funny. They do. If you go to the theater and like they say, hey, do you want it with the narration or not? It's like 3D or 2D movies now,
3: you know? Or is it like that that movie Clue? Oh, What? Ah! The what? different theatrical endings? Um, yeah, I was, was just like thinking... Clue, you had to go in the paper and it would tell you which theater had – ending oh, that's or some, something like yeah. that yeah so like they should do something like because i think the way we have so many different theatrical releases now that would totally work in today's environment oh, I, got, I
4: got i got an idea for you guys just, just listen listen um what if the live action pokemon movie had a red and blue version of the movie
3: oh, <laughs> You had to see the movie twice God. Fuck but then it's like, which do you see first? Yeah, that that's concerning. That would it would be this
1: up. the same movie, except some of the background Pokemon would be different Pokemon. Yeah,
4: and then they make I a yellow it, version. I wouldn't put it past Hollywood though to do that. That'd be amazing. So, I mean, are they
1: making a live action Pokemon right now? Is that a thing that's happening? Apparently, right
4: Alex Hirsch is like writing for it. He cannot confirm or deny, but he's implied a lot that he is. They say <sighs> that, but we'll, look, tell me I when. I somehow a, just trailer.
2: They're making a live action Sonic movie twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. I, I know. On. I'm I'm excited. It's gonna be terrible. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I, all Gotta I hope is fast. that they, all I hope all I hope is that they take it like make it memey like uh, how their Facebook page does or uh...
0: Oh <laughs> they reference Chris Chen and such
2: Yeah, no, Chris oh. Chen gets a cameo. Oh. he so got one
4: what in the in the Sonic Boom cartoon, they made an episode that's a character that's directly like it it's Chris Chan.
2: It is Chris. I know. Yeah, that's what I love, that's my favorite <laughs> that's my favorite episode.
4: But even better is Chris Chan's made reference to it on Twitter and he's like, it's not me. It looks nothing like me. I don't see the reference.
2: <laughs> right. That's so and, funny. That, and that's when you know he's um that's when you know he's feeling insecure Aww. and like <laughs> Oh god. But is that all
0: for an definite? Oh, we're talking about Death, Death Note whatever we what? were talking yeah, about. Yeah, if we want to
1: segue into a, a another topic, oh, I, I mean, we've kind to... of done that naturally several times.
0: <laughs> we kept having to go back to Death Note because yeah. we kept talking about other crap. Because I was like, but... hey, let's go back. I guess we can go into questions now because <laughs> we've been here for almost an hour, like I think over an hour and a half.
2: Talking about Death Note. Yeah. <laughs> Death Note.
0: All right, uh, questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to leave your question in the YouTube comments of this video, and start out with the word "question" so it's easier to find. And our first question is by Spearmint Pony Hoof. Question:
3: What shows did you watch when you were sick? Uh, mostly Tom and Jerry. I think mm. that was, that was the only thing. Wait, doesn't everyone just watch like syndicated TV? I, I used to watch old Cartoon Network, but you'd end up watching Maury like, or whatever Ricky People's Lake. Court. Yeah, like now you're not the father. Now you just watch Netflix or something. It's not as kids nowadays. They don't know what it's like watching Judge Judy at two p.m. Oh God,
2: yeah, no, kids have it easy today. Guys, you guys, you guys don't know what it's like having to go to school in the snow, walking uphill for like ten thousand feet, hiking up to Mount Everest just to get to math class.
0: Fifteen miles.
1: Don't talk shit about Judge Judy.
3: Oh, wait, did you hear about her negotiations lately? What? For her contract? What? No, no, apparently when she negotiates her contract, she just goes to to dinner with the head of CBS who syndicates her show. She hands him a list of demands and says, <laughs> "I I expect them to be met." And then he goes, "Okay." And then they have dinner, and that is it. And I was like, "Holy shit." That's fuck. awesome. Don't Damn. fuck with Judge Judy. I love her. Shit. He's like, here's her what I want. Her judgment is the final say. Doing Here, that. Here's what I want, and another round of beers.
2: No, I like I like to imagine, like, Judge Judy, we can't have your court seat be a rocket chair. And she's like, um, I'm sorry, do you want another season? Oh. <laughs> okay, Judy, we'll do she's it. Be like, motherfucker,
1: love Judge her.
3: Joe Brown ain't getting you my ratings. Come on.
1: <laughs> uh, So the, the question was shows you watch when you're sick? Yeah. Like, like. Like, like, you
3: stayed I don't have a
1: designated
2: sick show. Like, like, I, I, I don't think I ever
1: did at any point in my life. Like,
2: like, what, did you, like what did you wind up watching? Like, on the. When I'm anything? sick? Yeah. Yeah, like, sick from like,
4: elementary school. Like, when you were a kid. Man. I'm sick of this bullshit. I
2: think I just watched. I, I,
1: just, I had, like, a portable DVD player and I just watched, Whoa. like, DVDs. You had DVDs what? when you were a kid? How young are you? Guess how old I am. 25. It depends. It depends how. It depends what you define as kid, I guess. But oh. um, I'm 26.
0: Oh,
4: I'm 25. Oh. Then so yeah, cause I didn't have DVDs when I was baby. a kid. I was 90.
1: I had a... It depends what you define as kid. <laughs> I guess I had DVDs when I was like, somewhere around 12 or something. Yeah. Like I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm I still remember. I still. Re- I still remember VHS, like uh, Sonic uh, Unleashed had like unlockable collectibles that were VHS tapes, and I knew what those were. But I went on like message boards, and people were like, "What the fuck are these?" What? Oh my god! And I was like, "God damn it!" That's
3: two thousand eight. That's concerning. Have you heard people have? I've heard people say, "Look at old phones," and be like, "Why would you have the hashtag symbol?" (laughs)
4: <laughs> but when i was a kid we had gbv
3: or gvba or whatever the, the game video GBA was, video biggest... god damn GBA it video. i remember watching like if there was a movie on and i was like oh i've never seen king kong and i'm homesick i'm doing it and you know that was i remember doing that a lot but then wow. you watch it on tnt or something dude yeah the the 50s were hard man no the 50s were crazy because then they I'd have to just watch soap operas and oh, you ever watch a soap opera, just one day and go like, "Wow, this continuity is crazy." What like what's even going on right now? Like, and they refer to stuff, and you're like, "I don't even fucking know." Hey, Adam. Speaking of portable DVD players, did you have
2: a Video Now?
1: I don't know what that is. Good. Oh my god,
2: Video uh, Now was uh, something uh, where you could, it, it had its own special discs. It was you know the PSPs UMDs. Oh yeah, it's sort of like that, but it was mostly for kids shows and stuff. And it was a, it was a screen that I don't think even went above two two hundred pixels per inch. Yeah, and, uh,
1: I know what you're talking about. I didn't have one of those. Oh, those were
2: I, those are. I used to have one, and it was the black and white one, and it was. Oh no! It, the battery went out like every uh, thirty minutes. I think it was. <laughs> yeah. a, it was a horrible thing to have.
0: Like I, I remember I did a video on GBA video, and I hinted that I would do one on video now. And people keep asking, "When's the video now video coming?" And I, I don't know. I just lost interest.
4: I mean, I've learned that right. if if you pan ever make a video, like I'm making part two, it will never come. Yeah. To, Look, remember the Tony Hawk retrospective. Hey. Look. Remember that uh, Power Powerpuff Girls um it, part two? It's
0: a dead horse by now. No one wants. No one cares about Powerpuff Girls the reboot. I you, like do. you do it. You do it the following week. People uh, expect
4: part two like, immediately after part one. It's
0: like you know. I don't want to make like forty thousand
2: Powerpuff or Teen Titans Go rants. You know. It's like um. Hey YMS, when's the next Syndeki New York coming out? Idiot. Twenty twenty forty nine. Yeah. Holy shit. That's when Blade Runner is supposed to come out. Did up. you say? Yes. Father, how did you pronounce
1: that?
3: Syndeki. Syndeky. Snicker. Snicker. Snickerdoodle, New York. Yeah. Syndeky. I can't even say it.
1: Synecducky. Synecducky. Synducky?
0: Yes. Although going back to the six shows, like. I remember I was watching some Ben 10 episode where Ben 10 was also sick, something about mushrooms or something, like the first Ben 10, and I don't know, I just felt extra miserable, like, because I was sick, and then the character on the show is sick, so it's just
4: like, oh. I don't think he was, I think he had, uh, I know exactly what episode you're talking about, because I think that was the introduction to Wildvine.
0: Maybe, yeah, it was like an early episode, you know, when I actually cared about Ben 10, you know, when I was dumb and, you know.
4: I don't watch Ben 10. It was like a season two episode.
0: Oh, who knows? But yeah. That's when they were adding more monster or
2: aliens in his watch.
0: Yeah. But uh, next uh, question. How about we take a question from the uh, stream chat?
2: Hawk and Hawk asks, what show do you hate that everyone else likes? For me, that TV show is South Park. For me, I just said it earlier in the the, um, stream. It was um, Voltron. I hate that show. I think it's boring. But you guys...
1: I've got an appropriate answer because it is legitimately a show that everyone likes Game of Thrones.
4: Oh, I don't like that one either. It's I'm, boring. I'm, I'm with really you on is. that.
1: I'm with you on that. I
3: thing is, is wow. like, I, all my family I didn't members, such a
1: unanimous agreement.
3: Every, <laughs> every oh, I, think... I have loves watching it. So I have to watch it. And then I'll, I'll be sitting at like some family gathering and they'll like mention the character names. They go, Whoa, I don't know any of this shit. Like I just know the dragon lady and, I mean, it is so it's boring. So boring. And then people are like, "But that's what's so good about it." And go, "You don't watch art movies? What the fuck? That's bullshit." That's uh, bullshit. <laughs> actually,
2: on the subject of TV shows, Adam, my favorite review that I always go back to of yours is the Walking Dead one. And I'm Why, hoping thank you. you. I'm the Walking hoping Dead's also awful.
3: Yeah, I don't get that show either.
2: What's up with I, that? everybody? I, sorry. I know you. I know you don't do. I know your name is YMS, but I'm hoping you'll do like a TV show thing again because those are really good to binge drawing.
1: Hmm. Thank you. I really. Everybody that I know that was an avid watcher of The Walking Dead has given up at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I don't know anybody that still watches it. Everybody I talk to is like, yeah, I gave up. Like at a different point in time. But like I, I literally don't know a single person that watches it anymore. So who knows?
0: I can't actually kind think of, of a show that everyone likes and I hate. I'm just like. If I don't like it, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I fucking honestly hated.
2: Yeah, are you guys excited? I, my favorite videos on the internet are Big Bang Theory without the laugh track. and it's, <laughs> That's oh, a funny it, video. It's like a, it's like a nightmare <laughs> to watch. Uh,
4: it, it, I, I found that one to myself. No, no, no. Like, uh, I, I, I edited out the laugh track from the first episode. And I was shocked to find that. I think I edited out, like, four minutes
2: Whoa. of Whoa. the episode. Yeah. No, but that that's an it's an interesting thing too because because you watch one of your favorite shows without a laugh track how how often will you actually be laughing you know like laugh track I mean everybody says oh laugh tracks you know are are dumb and stupid but when you're watching a show I think they honestly do in a way kind of condition you to laugh
1: it is social conditioning that's the entire point like exactly it's it's, these the characters laughing don't exist in the universe of the show you know it's literally just. To have this social conditioning of laughter to force someone into experiencing an emotion that they might otherwise not be. It's the same thing with like music in a film or a TV show. Yeah. Forcing an emotion in ways that aren't warranted by the events taking place in the show.
3: That's actually why when they uh, screen a comedy for critics, they screen it with an audience. So that if oh, the yeah. audience oh, laughs, the critic yeah. will theoretically yeah get actors like, in there to laugh. <laughs> I wonder if they. I wonder if they do. I wonder. If, I, slimy. Liked, I was liked. in uh, when they had live studio audiences on Married with Children, and they'd always like you know when Kelly would walk on, they'd they'd you know hoot and holler, mm-hmm. and they'd make different sa- like like laughs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. When Al would do something, I was liked studio audiences. Like when you can hear the one guy laugh and you're like oh man Steve had a good day today like you know I always, you pull out,
1: laugh. I always feel really weirded out being in a theater where like everyone laughs at a joke and all I'm thinking is like that's not funny oh, <laughs> I can't even laugh that, and I'm just more upset oh, than everyone man. else is just yeah. like, wow. well,
2: I brought this up in uh, the Some Call Me Johnny episode but uh, where um, I was talking about seeing the Secret Life of Pets trailer watching uh, some other movie. I forget what it was and uh they, um, all the kids were laughing when the rabbit was shitting itself and i just kind of died inside like, so, damn it you guys your children
3: <laughs> nolan <laughs> children. i
2: know i know but i i was hoping i'm hoping we move past
3: this these are <laughs> kids nolan when i saw the, the minions movie i was like the kids were like 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 on the floor laughing and i was like this isn't I thought there was something wrong with me. I felt really... I was, like, depressed for weeks.
2: Yeah, it, it, the social, it's a,
3: the social conditioning thing. Yeah, I remember... Yeah, it, it, it has reverse effects, where I just feel like I just, I'm just i not worth it as a person. Yeah. I'm not to be in this society if I can't accept the minions.
0: You're, you're just thinking, like, how can these five-year-olds laugh at this thing? I'm 28 years
3: old. I've seen this so many times. I mean, the same thing happened when I saw Tree of Life. The kids were laughing... <laughs> And I was just sitting there like, I don't think this is funny. I think I don't think this is funny yeah, at all. I, why, I remember, why were I kids remember... laughing in the tree of life? What? <laughs> I don't know. It was it was weird. These
2: I remember I remember watching a Serbian film and all the all the, scenes, <laughs> all the all the kids were like, Oh, this is so funny and I'm like, This is horrendous What are you guys talking
1: about? Why were you watching a Serbian film with kids? <laughs> you yeah,
3: uh, know well, No, he wasn't but, watching it with kids. Yeah. Kids were there and he went to the screen. That's a whole Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jim, Jim, Jim can definitely, you... they
2: have baby screenings for like parents with little children, and that's they do. the Serbian they do. film.
0: They do. I still can't believe I was watching like a fucking snuff film in a, in a, in a basement full of little kids, and all the kids were having a great time. I don't know what was going on. Wait,
3: what are you
2: talking about? <laughs> what are you
3: <laughs> What's going on? Next question. I'm scared. All right.
2: okay. you gotta, I was just making a joke, and everybody's just kind of like stretching it to like. Wait, I, my thing
0: was real. <laughs> oh, shit. Which is the real story? You
2: decide in the, the, comments in was the cotton. <laughs> yeah, Mulder, we'll Scully, help us. <laughs>
0: we'll answer next time. All right. Hardcore Destiny Pleer HardcoreDestinyPleer91 says, Question. Pan, I heard about this, quote, secret plan, unquote, that Cartoon Network has to... has where the network just has a ton of the same TV shows on TV like Teen Titans Go because the network wants the viewers to go to the app and watch what they want and get the ad revenue from the app. Do you think this might be what they're
3: doing or is this a stupid speculation? Because,
0: yeah, it's stupid.
3: (laughs) What's wrong with this person? Stop. Teen Titans Go sucks, but stop coming up with conspiracy theories. They didn't do 9-11. <laughs> how ago. would YouTube survive, Jim,
4: if this, everyone doesn't talk about their weird theories about how everything... Look,
3: look, there's different theories that make uh, sense. Like, uh, like like, a magic bullet killed JFK because JFK clearly would have done 9-11. That makes sense. But this <laughs> is fucking bullshit. There's no... Cartoon Network's not going to sabotage for their fucking stupid app. This... Teen Titans Go sucks, but move on with your life. Oh, my God. Like,
2: Game no,
1: okay. theory. Did the Teen Titans orchestrate 9-11? I, I no.
2: think it's Let possible. Let me take
1: three videos to explain oh. this.
2: I, like, I, I, want, I want the next X-Files episode uh, of, of the reboot to be where Mulder and Scully have to figure out why Teen Titans Go is re-airing all these times, and Scully, Mulder thinks it's because of Aliens. <laughs> And and Mul and no Mulder, it says that, and Scully's like Mulder, kids just like Teen Titans Go, and then at the end, it's revealed that it's like a it's like an alien
4: conditioning program.
2: Oh,
0: No, these kids are lizard men the whole time.
4: <laughs> but, yeah. Well, okay here here's a here's a conversation because um, oh, obviously obviously Teen Titans Go gets aired a lot because it's a, a episodic comedy where you don't have to watch anything to get the current episode. Yeah. Um, so with storytelling, I've never really had an issue. We never had issues with it back in the day when like, you know, Fox Kids was a thing, you know, early 90s, late 90s, uh when we had storytelling stuff, they always were pretty good at catching people up so that you like the the, the they wrote In a way where there was exposition and you were really being caught up as
3: you're watching it, like, without really, like, making it really, really obvious. Or or they also had those things where it was, like, last time on X-Men, which they don't have on, like, Steven Universe. No. Where... where you know or sometimes one of the characters says last time on steven universe
2: okay but to be fair if steven Mm. universe did did that it'd take up half the episode
4: it's true (laughs) yeah yeah. uh but my my point was is that like tv shows now are being written in a way to where you can binge watch them because that is just how people prefer watching their story-based stuff and i think that like binge watching could potentially be what ruining but you know airing storytelling stuff on tv as far as reruns because like um, I watched a random episode of season three, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, and there literally was no like actual catching up on like what happened. You were just you just had to have previous knowledge, um, and I feel like that's a little bit bad of writing wise because you can throw in a, a throwaway line here and there to like kind of like oh okay this person's like this because of this, uh, but yeah. it wouldn't work in the grand scheme of thing if you watched it as one big thing because then you're just getting information retold yeah, because um, yeah, you're supposed to watch an hour long thing. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like that maybe
4: um networks should start adapting and having like multiple cuts of an
2: episode. I mean, that'd be yeah, a that little bit more work, but you know. but so but fun. just but just like having a cut for streaming services where they take out previously on or they take out like expository oh. shit. Yeah,
4: Well, they already do that now. Um like if you watch a Netflix original series, if you are like coming back to it, it'll play a recap thing and you could skip it if you want. Uh, but they have it to where it's coded to oh, where yeah, it has a section true. that's mm. recap. Oh. They can mm. cut out intros and do, like, you know, seamless play all the way through. Yeah, I appreciate How that. I like these.
0: This reminds me, like, uh, I was watching Gem and the Holograms a few years ago, and I remember, like, the second episode, the uh, last time on Gem and the Holograms, the uh, last time, the, the recap lasted, like, three minutes. Oh, yeah. Going through the
3: entire episode, every little detail. I remember that. Because then it would be, like... I've watched like I've marathon Jim and the Holograms, and it gets like you'd be like, "Oh, the last time's on. I better go to the bathroom." <laughs> oh, yeah. Funny you say that, Jim,
4: because actually, oh. as a kid, one of my favorite things to do when I was in the bathroom using the toilet, I would narrate my own last times for like. Uh, wait, just, wait. My so own... it'd be like last time when I pooped. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Like, like oh. you know, you have your own stories in your head or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it'd be like last time this happened. <laughs>
1: Next time. Uh, just a heads up. I got I to gotta start setting up my stream in like 10 minutes.
0: Oh,
2: okay. Okay. We'll, we'll yeah. do one more question then and okay. call cool. it a day. Yeah. So someone in the chat had one final question. Steven RMX says, question, what's an animated film as a kid you thought was garbage? <laughs>
3: like even your low standard childhood, you thought it was crap. Oh, actually, I think I may have told this story before. But um, when when someone brought in Aladdin, the direct-to-video sequel, which one was that? Prince of Thieves? Uh, or No, Return of Jafar. Yeah. I may have said this before, so I apologize, but if I have, but she brought it in, we we're all excited, like the whole class, and they were gonna like interrupt school to watch Return of Jafar, because it's America and we don't care about learning. And so they they put it in and we watch and we're all excited. And at the end, we all got mad at the girl who brought it in. Okay? Which is like shame, which is like not fair. She didn't sit there and make, but even if she did make it, we were total dicks to her for like a week. We're like at least we didn't bring in fucking Return of Jafar. And she starts. Wow. Like, I just wanted to be loved and like whatever. Go hang out in the dirt, dirt kid. I think
1: I was young enough when that came out that I was just oblivious to it being a bad movie. Uh, I was just it it was something bad, that like Singing. I don't remember. Is that the one where like things are flooding at some point? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure.
3: Why not?
4: That's all I remember. Some it's gold like a second movie. That's that. No, that's the third that movie. The oh, that's, that's the, the that's the king one where okay. they like have the 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 wooden oh, comes back. The, girl the gold hand. thing.
1: There's like, you know, a, a good rule of thumb that I've learned recently is if there's a a movie that i watched as a kid and i know i've seen it multiple times but i can only remember like one tiny part of it it's probably cuz it's boring as shit yeah it's probably cuz <laughs> it's really bad and nothing happens i actually um i watched the uh, the pebble and the penguin uh very recently is just a kind of hey i want to remember what this movie's like cuz i know i watched it as a kid but it also fell under the category of i only remember the opening scene hmm. and i know i've seen it multiple times and so I watched it again, and whoo oh boy, is that is that yeah. a bad movie? The character designs—why do the penguins have teeth? They all have human teeth. It's so scary. Oh. There's like, so many so many strange things about that film that just like, how did this get past people? The animation kind of sucks. There's like there's like literally motionless characters in the background in the end. Yeah. Just like it's like room. this is a '90s movie too. It's like Don Bluth, you know? But, yeah,
2: Don Bluth. Man. I'm surprised Don Bluth. Something like that. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, he, crazy. In the nineties, he sort of just kind of fell off his fucking, just went nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah, Death Note. Um, <laughs>
3: and we yeah. brought it full circle, everybody. hold <laughs> the Death nuts. Yeah, when I when I started watching Death Note, I was younger and I liked it more. But as it went on, I hated it.
0: Mm, yeah, but I, I can't remember a single movie as a child that even as a kid I I hated because I basically was like, okay, whatever. I don't think I was ever bad. Yeah, mad.
1: I was more, like, I guess, okay with things as a kid and less critical. Yeah. But there are definitely yeah. things that, even as a kid, I was like, okay, well, this is dumb or this is bad or boring sort of thing. I was just more uh, willing to put myself through the experience, I guess.
0: Although I hated any Ed, Ed and Eddie episode, like, the one—well, I loved Ed and Eddie, but I hated the ones where oh. people were just dicks. Like, they, the time Rolf just, like, fucking killed Eddie in that duel yeah
1: you know what show i hated even as a kid Hmm. monster by mistake Uh which i don't know you got did you guys get that show or no Nope. but i know what you're talking about it was just a canadian thing it was so bad like i i was i was just infuriated by it as a kid it was like the most annoying thing to watch and i was mad whenever it came on it was like none of it's funny none of it's entertaining it was just it was just a painful show to watch and even as a kid, I, I was just like, "Wow, this sucks!"
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> Monster by mistake. Look up the theme song on YouTube; I it's know. garbage.
2: Oh, More like cartoon by mistake. Oh yeah,
0: I, I, someone sent oh. me a DVD, and, it, and the DVD included a <laughs> bubble gum for some reason inside. The, the hey, hey, Pan,
4: of... Pan, do me a favor. I just found this image of uh, Willow Defoe dresses Ryu hugging. I'm White looking at movie. that. That's so please, funny. I, I, please I, make that the podcast image.
0: I thought that was a please. Renaissance painting. <laughs>
2: yeah it does look like a Renaissance painting i I love like mistake um but I love photos that look like Renaissance paintings by mistake, especially if they're really stupid and funny
0: God, he looks like a youtuber like a Shane Dawson or something
2: oh, oh wow that's that's an old reference oh yeah but so i re- I used to watch Shane Dawson all the time but but
0: uh, Adam has to go so is this the end of the podcast?
2: Well, yeah, you literally just said he has to go, so it has to. Be.
0: Yeah, Idiot. so this is the end of the podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you, people?
2: I was Jim. I'm Nolan. I was late. Yeah. Oh, I,
1: I was cool cat. Wait, you <laughs> were?
0: I was the roll.
1: whole time. That was the twist. Oh, we got it, dude. Him.
2: I didn't know we had an M Night Shyamalan writer on the podcast. That's crazy. There he is. Cray, there he cray. always was.
1: There he forever shall will be. <laughs> that was the worst sentence structure I've ever
2: yeah ever that, given. I thought that was intentional, but I'm guessing it wasn't.
1: <laughs> I just sometimes I just talk before I think about what I'm gonna
0: say.
2: It works. Oh, out. I do. I do that all the time, and, <laughs> and it never works out. Yeah, but you know,
0: life's fucked. Everything's ruined. Yeah, but this is the end. Goodbye. Everybody. Teen Titans did 9/11. It's confirmed. Yeah. Make a theory about that, you assholes.
3: Bye. <laughs> Bye. Play us uh, out,
1: Bye, everybody. Love you guys. Bye. Love you, too.